Today on the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast, we'll be discussing Hurricane Florence philanthropy, Beyonce and Courtney have something in common, the biggest scam of them all, bad news for Lauren Hill fans, marriage, and a bunch of other random stories. We'll also get into our segments, what the fuck were you thinking, what fucking year is this, and our unpopular opinions. Let's start the show. Let's get it started in here. Gossip, music, news, entertainment, and heated discussions. The, the, the DJ Blaze Radio Show starts now. now, now. I think this might be paradise. I just hope it lasts forever. I think this might be wonderland. I just hope it lasts forever. Ricky Rose. Yeah. Yes. Get you out to France, fly you out to Nice Or we can chill out in Atlanta, let's enjoy the feast We can do the spa, we can do the mall I bet it do the job, she pussy with the boss Living like a movie's what she worked for I got the titty in the crib that's on the first floor The bell out with the limits what she thirst for Digging through your soul, your spirit's what I search for Bricks and baguettes ain't nothing above this Tongue kissing with sex, we fell in love quick Pray I let her double arm on some darn shit Black bottle boy and all white bosses I think this might be paradise I just hope it lasts forever What up world? I think this might be one Should boy be easy? And I'm Courtney And welcome to another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast. Whew. We on time this week, y'all. We on time. Look at us go. Yes, we yes. Was on, we wasn't on time last week. Why we wasn't on time? Not because of the storm. You remember we recorded Monday? Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, time remember fly that? now. Time <laughs> it fly. It does. I was like, no, we was on time last week. We damn sure. Yeah, was. and the world forget about what happened. the bad stuff that happened if they don't live there. Oh lord It's all dry and shit All y'all roads open over there on the west coast I mean they open but they wet as hell You must have forgot I Three months of summer over We back to rain every day Oh yeah that is right <laughs> That is right But yeah we back y'all Thank y'all for listening Uh, Where do we, where do we begin I guess we'll begin with a uh, We got a review we have a review? We got a rating and a review. Five stars. Okay, look at us go. From Toya12344. Uh, it's entitled, Toya here, I hope them chips good. You said what? I hope them chips good. Uh, <laughs> These ain't chips. This is just a little sour candy. Stop listening to Oh, hard. I mean, it sounds like you crunching the, it sounds like the mic is still in the wrapper that you, when you first bought it and you taking the wrapper off of the mic. But anyway. I apologize, I apologize y'all. <laughs> I'm just, messing, just, I'm joking, I'm joking. But uh, it's entitled Latoya here. Hmm, I wonder who that is. <laughs> it says, love the podcast. Thanks for the shout out, cuz. LOL. Y'all always crack me up. One exclamation mark. Uh, we need about two more exclamation points. Get off uh, my. <laughs> definitely get me through the workday. Another exclamation point. Well, thank you, Latoya. Uh, we appreciate the uh, you taking the time out and giving us five stars. That really helps us out uh, in the ratings and all of the other shit. So we appreciate that. I appreciate you too, cousin. Yeah, we appreciate your brown skin too, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Lord. <laughs> Lord. Uh, let me stop being uh crazy. Ooh. I mean, do you know how to stop being crazy? No, I don't. I don't. I know. I know. So don't be up here lying. I was born with it. Maybe I'm, I'm sure. Maybe I was born with it. it. Maybe I was born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. I don't know. Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how was your work week? My work week was pretty good. I was real, like, ill on Friday. I ended up um, leaving work for a couple hours. One of our friends lives, literally, there's a door by my desk, and I can walk out the door and walk almost straight into her house. So I went and laid on her couch for about two or three hours and then went back to work. I still didn't feel good, but I just went back because I don't even know why, honestly, and finished the day. What did you have? You think you had, like, a virus or something? So I, you know, I was definitely on the toilet and carrying on. So mm. I just, you know, and we have in our office it's all ladies, but we only have one bathroom, and it is extremely clean. But I just felt like every time I went to the bathroom that morning, somebody was at the door, like you know, like how much longer? Everybody had to use the bathroom every time I got. Y'all only got one like, bathroom. Mm-hmm. So you, so like, I was just like, fuck that. I'm going across to my friend's house to the bathroom. I, I used to work at this uh, plant that made four wheelers, right? <laughs> and uh-huh. I. And I had uh like left it, like you know what I'm saying it's assembly line so like what I was doing wasn't on the assembly line so I figure if I go to the bathroom I'll be cool you know because my stomach was rumbling and you know what I'm saying bumbling or whatever so I go in the bathroom and I sit down and it was a mean one you know sometimes when your stomach is fucked up it smells worse than a normal shit it smells sick that what I yeah. that's what I call it it yeah. just smells sick yeah. <laughs> I said mine smell extra sick but <laughs> I didn't calculate the time that I went would be like five minutes right before break and so like a nigga had walked in the bathroom and he was just like god damn what the fuck is that oh you don't need to eat that shit no more I don't know who that is in there and then he just turned around and walked out yo I felt so bad but I was trying like to hold my laugh and shit like so yeah, that coming. Lord, the... I would have been old, embarrassed. That yeah. hasn't, um, that hasn't ever happened to me. I've definitely had ish, like situations where I had to go at work or something, mm-hmm. but and never like that. So did you eventually? Just, <laughs> did you eventually, never like that? Did you eventually just start going to your friend's house to use yeah. the bathroom? Yeah, yep. I I sure enough will. No, I'm saying, oh. did you did you Friday like did you just start? Yeah, I did, I did, and after I did that, I was like, I'm just gonna do this every time because it's too easy. Mm. But I generally don't have to go like that at work. Um, but most of the even I get upset and will go over there even if I just have to um, urinate because these bitches, them bitches be in the bathroom for so long, and I feel like there's always, like, a line, so someone is checking, I'll get up and check and notice someone in the bathroom, but I may not stand there and just wait, because, you know, you have to go more when you're standing. Another bitch be done getting there before I can go. Oh, I feel you. I feel you. Or a service member comes in, and then they need to go, and especially if it's a parent with the kids, and she got to change the baby in there. It just be too much. Oh, and, and, and you say it's on, no, it's on the one bathroom? Yep. Damn. See, I like places with multiple bathrooms because it's always that one bathroom that nobody go to and you can get yep. a little privacy. <clears throat> exactly. I used to love that when I worked for Apple. Meanwhile, Apple had 
still to this day, the cleanest facility I've ever worked in. Bathrooms, the whole nine. When I tell you, if you walked into that bathroom before you walked out, a member of the cleaning crew was already in there cleaning out the stall that you were just in. They did not play that I don't like at that. all. I don't like that. Oh, they ain't play that at all. It didn't make it didn't make me no never mind just because when you see how clean that bathroom is, you understand that in order for it to remain this spotless at all times, that's what they do. Some some it's that sounds like a lot of pressure. <laughs> that is a lot of pressure because I know I personally couldn't be on the cleaning crew, but they I mean No, I mean a lot of pressure on the person using the bathroom. Oh yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't. I mean, sometimes when I would go and then, but I would hear them come in before I got done. I would like roll my eyes. Um, but then, in also at Apple, in every stall was like air freshener, and like you just have to wave your hand in order for it to do your little courtesy flush and carrying on. So it was. I mean, they had it real set up in case you needed to go in there and, and you had some bubble guts going on. But mm. yeah, they would be in there waiting. You know how sometimes it's placacow in the back of the toilet the way the water really can't get it I hate that, good. son. So you do yeah. that, and, the, and and some nigga come in right after you and see the mess you've made. And, and they look and they may even look at you with a, a, a small ounce of disgust because they got to clean your shit. Well, you know this don't sound real bad right quick. But remember, I worked at Apple Campus in Texas. Mm-hmm. And so um, there weren't many African-Americans um, on the cleaning screen. For the building that I worked in, Apple Campus has like six or seven buildings. There's thousands and thousands of employees and workers. The cleaning crew was that. that. They were all Mexicans. Okay. What I assume, Mexican American or maybe just Mexican, like I don't really know. And a lot of them didn't really appear to speak um, much English. Nor blind English. Um, I can't speak for anybody else, but it just makes it easier for me to not give a fuck. Like, I would have gave more fucks if Ooh, it was somebody. That, it was, that, that that last statement came with a twinge of racism, but continue. Oh, no. Now, oh, no I know I'm just joking. I don't joking. Really mean it in a racist way, but, you know, I feel like, you know, Tyrone and Keisha would have remembered what I looked like and, oh. you know, said something so really after this the is fact the... to with, with amongst each other if they had walked in the stall after me like that but so this is like reverse racism like to us we all look alike okay we're just gonna stop the conversation because i'm I'm trying not to make it sound bad and it definitely just sound worse and i don't need to be pegged any more of a racist than somebody somebody think you racist yeah (sighs) oh somebody black (laughs) yeah oh that's juicy we'll put a button in that but so 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 guadalupe they'll come in and you really don't See them as people? No, that's not what I said. <laughs> no, Brandon, you are the worst type of interviewer right now. Bro, those, no, that is I'm the best type because I'm getting. I'm this. This if if this was like the Breakfast Club or something, that'll be the headline. I know that's Courtney what Charlemagne would have said. Courtney thinks so, no. <laughs> brown people aren't people. No, no, no. So that these is not brown. What I'm uh, Brandon, air quotes people oh my God. come in after you Guadalupe to clean up your mess. Is a person. Huh? Guadalupe is a person. I just care less about Guadalupe and what she got to say about me. That was the end of the clip right there too. People. That was the end of the clip too when you was like, I just oh. care less about Guadalupe. That was, <laughs> yeah, the, that end was the, the end of the clip. That was the end of the clip. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> they would be right. Think I just pieces. care less about what she has to say 
about me because she ain't one of my people. Mm, I feel you though. I but I also completely. I care less about what Caucasians have to say about me because they ain't my people. Mm. And they aren't people. They're children of the Yakub. Did you see my face? Oh yeah, you did because I was talking to you about it. About what? Post. Which one? About a little Caucasian I work with. Oh yeah, yeah, that was interesting. Well, for the ones for the uh, people that aren't friends with you on Facebook, you want to uh, tell that story again, or are you off that? No, I mean I don't mind. I was I sitting at my desk. Hold up, is that R. Kelly? <laughs> I, I don't know. I is it because anymore. I wasn't interested in it being R. Kelly? Yeah, anyway, go ahead. Anyway, um. I was sitting at my desk and we have an office iPod and they play Pandora and I don't know what station is on. I never put on a station because I just use my AirPods and listen to my own music. But Beyonce came on mm-hmm. and it was listening to Dream Girl song and um one of the one of my coworkers was just like, oh, I hate Beyonce. Like I literally just want to go turn the song off. And my other coworker was like, well. You know why? Like it's just a song and whatever. And she was like, I mean, I wasn't a Beyonce fan until Lemonade, but the that song was, doesn't bother me. That was the other f- girl said that. This was the other coworker. Yeah. Okay. And she was like, Lemonade is like her best album to me. Blah blah blah. And then the other girl's like, Well, no, like I didn't even listen to that album. I I don't like Beyonce ever since her halftime performance for the Super Bowl. And the girl was like, Wow, what was wrong with her halftime performance? Hey, and- real quick though, real quick. At this point, I'm picturing you taking out like one of your earpods, taking it out, <laughs> and you turn well, you either pause whatever you was listening to or you done turned it down. But go ahead, continue. So I definitely had turned it down at this point. I only had one in because I just got off a call with the client. So mm-hmm. um, I turned my song down and I'm just listening. And she says. Um, the girl was like, what was wrong with her halftime performance? And she said, oh, I just didn't like it. And she was dressed like, and then she whispered a black Panther. And she was just like, and I just, that just wasn't a good look. And initially I was like real, like loud because the way we are set up in office, we can't see each other. So essentially it's like everybody has their own office within the office. <laughs> so and voice so just I was came like, from heaven. So I was just like, excuse and then I didn't say anything because I realized at this point now I would be yelling across the office. And because I really hadn't thought about what I was going to say. And I am a person that does like to think before I say things. Because, I, I mean, come on, would we flow. all know my mouth. That shit real fluent. To see where it would flow out. That shit would flow out and I wouldn't even notice. And um, just because a lot of times the shit I say that or that does come out my mouth is a little harsh initially so i excuse me i just sat there for a second and then i was like what am i getting ready to say to her because i'm gonna say something and before i knew what i just got up and i just went walking over to her desk and i was like so what you said about beyonce now i bet if this was a movie you ever know you notice how like on, on spike lee movies when like he do that one it's it's always one shot he put it in every movie where they're like floating across the screen Oh yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what you did to I them. Did, I, I ain't gonna. I was I was right floating on over to her desk, and before I realized, I just had my hand up on her little thing, looking over, and I said, "So what you said about Beyonce now?" And she just had this look, and she was like, "I just said that I don't like Beyonce because just like a Black Panther, and I feel like that's um." She said, "Like, in, like reinforcing like racism and segregation, and you know, the Black Panthers were, you know, they were very violent and all this other type of stuff." And I was just kind of like, 
I, and I was just looking at her shaking my hand and she was just looking at me and I was like, let me know when you're done. And when she got done, I proceeded to school her mm-hmm. and let her know, like, just cause she was dressed in all like all black. I, cause on Fridays we can wear jeans. I've came up in here in all black. The only thing I didn't have was the hat, honey. Well, did you think that I was dressed like the black Panther? Like black Panthers. I just want to know. I mean, cause I love the fuck out of Angela Davis, but I'm just wanting to know. And she is just I was like so are you associating anybody dressed in all black that are black with Black Panther or was it just Beyonce in this moment and she didn't say anything and I was just like well let me tell you a bit about Black Panthers and like and what they really did they I was from like, Wakanda for one. <laughs> I was just like because you know you have your own interpretation of what Black Panther is I was like but I just feel like that's because you're a white person and at any given time you want to be the victim you want to have a reason to be like oh those black panthers are so dangerous and they're so racist i was like but there are a lot of people that come on pandora that have made racist remarks that have been in the media or in the public eye for being blatantly racist i was like and i've listened to you rock the fuck out on when they come on you ain't said well i ain't listening to such and such because they were racist or because he made a racist comment about a black person you ain't said that Mm -hmm. so what I'm really hearing is it's because she was black and dressed like the Black Panthers, not because it was racist and 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 hurt you in any in any way. And she was just like, well, no, that's not what. And she went by the time she started saying, well, no, and all that, I was already halfway back to my desk because at that point I didn't need to hear what she needed to say. I didn't want to hear what she needed to say or what she felt like she needed to say. And um, cause it wasn't nothing that she could have said. And if anything, whatever she was going to say was going to provoke me more. Cause this is already someone in the office that I am not fond of and that I purposely do not talk to because I do know she does have the power to provoke me. And then I'll be the crazy one that's fired. Did you, did you like, uh, did you educate her on like the Panthers or whatever? Like they not, violent or whatever right yeah I, I, I told her that i said the panthers weren't violent or aren't violent ge- in general but they also ain't taking no shit from white people and i was like and i feel like that's the problem any black person that don't take shit from y'all all of a sudden is racist yeah all of a sudden that's rever- i was like every time in every scenario we're racist oh that's reverse racism i say anytime we don't take y'all shit or anytime we want to celebrate our culture and be Boldly and loudly black and proud, it's a problem. She talks. It's, it's it's just problematic. She talks shit about you when you walked off. Oh my. Um. She. Oh my god. And she I came, mean, she came that could here. very well have been the, been she, the case because I heard her say going into the break room she was going to check out what I told her about Black Panther and that was fine. I did, I still didn't feel no need to respond because here's the thing I've heard her talk about me before and I haven't responded Courtney, because like Courtney, I Courtney said, came over here with her aggressive afro. And oh my God, it was just so. I, I, oh my God, it was just. I, I feel like a victim. Like she was talking and so that's, harsh. And that's a very. And you know that's a very easy narrative. That's a very easy narrative. That's why I've never said anything to her any other time that she. I've heard her say something about me. One because she ain't worth it. Because I already know. Like if I go there. I don't stop until I'm satisfied. And most times I already know I'm gonna be fired. Like it's a big thing. Ain't nobody okay. Fine, but when you put me up against anybody, 
most times it is very easy for that to be the narrative narrative oh she's so aggressive and she's those this because i'm very assertive and i generally don't make any room for play at work like i don't hee hee ha ha with none of them bitches because that ain't that ain't the point courtney I, at all courtney i'm glad you're, you you came to talk to me about beyonce i mean and, I, and i'm not offended i mean you you know i applaud you for finally getting off of welfare and and you oh, know, provi- providing Brandon, providing Brandon, for you your, stop. providing for your six kids even oh, though you don't, don't know where their baby shit. daddy is. Brandon. And then the same girl on Friday made a comment and she was like, I just need to find another part-time job. Like my car payment is due, my tags are due, and I have zero money. I have to go pawn stuff, I have to go sell stuff. And she was like, I just really need to get pregnant and get on welfare. As opposed to like pulling myself up by my own bootstraps, like as if. <laughs> Whenever she said that, uh, the the other girl that was talking to her in regards to Beyonce before, she was just like, that's not funny. That's actually pretty gross. And she was like, it's a little funny. And she said, no, not funny at all. I just said it was gross. And Stephanie, oh, <laughs> whatever. And Stephanie was just kind of like, I mean, well, it was funny to me, but nobody in the office laughed. Nobody said it, anything. And it was just quiet after that. And you can tell she kind of felt bad or wish she hadn't said it. But for me, I'm just kind of like, if that's something that you're comfortable with saying out loud, I, I'm more interested in all the shit that's going on in your head that you don't say because you know downright it's gross. I made a little joke at work and everyone is treating me like <sighs> I said, nigger. I mean, I'm sh- so over Caucasian branding. I mean, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to put more of a really loud, obnoxious Italian New York accent on that. Oh, she's Italian. Oh, so she talks like this? Like, mm-hmm. forget about it. Like, I'm going to make some. And I'm a New Yorker. And I'm a New Yorker. And I did this. And oh. I did that. I'm going to. Yeah. I'm- I'm going to fly to New York to Staten Island. I'm going to make some lasagna and some spaghetti. My mom is coming in, and my mom, uh, I just hate her whole entire voice. So she went home and called you a fucking Mooliani. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> you, you fucking egg, She's a fucking eggplant. Fucking Mooliani. Probably said a, that shit in the text. Who gives a fuck about a fucking Black Panther? Forget, I'm going All to right. call Paulie to whack a black ass. Fuck it. <laughs> Brandon, fucking egg, I hate you, you son. Fucking eggplant Lord. over here. I'm sorry, it just turned into Tony Soprano. Say, it just definitely turned into <laughs> like everything. I was waiting for you to come back, son. Like, how was your trip? Damn. <laughs> yes. So that was your event from the week. You shitting up the yeah. place and getting into it with uh, what's 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 the uh what's that reality show with them Italian? Crime boss women. What's that shit? It came over here. Oh yeah, crime mobs a mob. Something, mob something wife. Like. Yeah, you got into it with a mob wife. Yeah, her husband probably. Only, only she divorced oh, and miserable. Oh, that damn fat. She's so miserable. Fat Tony. And she real fat. Oh, she fat too. Oh, she real fat. Oh, so she let that lady on Black Klansman then. She wanted. She wants so bad to get back into the military, but she she don't know how to lose weight. Carbs. Because let me tell you, that's all she eat. Every single meal. Mm. Of course, it's pasta every day. Oh, yeah. They love pasta. Mm-hmm. And olive oil. Anyway. That's why her stomach's sitting down on her damn knees. Mm. I hope she don't listen to this. Or maybe she needs to. Anyway, shout out to Stephanie. Anyway, moving on. You, you, Fuck you, her. You missed miss and said her name. I did. <laughs> but, you know, it's a, lot, it's a lot of Stephanie's in this world, so fuck it. Yeah. But uh, guess what I got to do this week? 
What you got to do? Oh, I, what did you get to do? I get. I got to go see uh, my favorite podcast live in person. The Black Guy Who Tips. Yes, and it was great. It was wonderful. It was a good show. A lot of it was a a wide variety of uh, people that were there. It wasn't just like like you know if you went to see like Charlemagne podcast or something, it'd be just like a certain type of niggas there. Mm-hmm. But it was like you know random people. Like people came from all over. Somebody came from Paris, Australia, Cali, Mil. Somebody drove all the way from Milwaukee, like New York. They were from all over. Um, <clears throat> I feel like that's what it, that would have been how it would have been if I would have made it to um, Vancouver to see the last podcast on the left. Oh, you were gonna go see them? I was, but they came here the weekend I got married. Oh, it just wasn't a thing. Yeah. That now that um, that seemed like that that would have been, been dope. A weird. Ass. I have been, I've been on their website trying to see if they're coming back anytime before I leave because they come to Seattle, Portland, and Vancouver a lot. Mm. It was like the, they're places that they always go. So I've been trying to see if they're coming back before we leave. But um, I am thinking about. Well, I'm probably going to go see uh, the Friend Zone. That's a podcast I listen to. They'll be here. In see, Seattle. See, that sounds like a podcast that you would fit in with a lot of a lot of uh, natural hair afros. No, uh, I she, mean the it's the, a, it's two guys and a girl, the, and the girl natu- does have an afro. natural hair afros. Thank you. It would smell like shea butter or cocoa butter. Shea. Like, yeah, one or the other. Niggas away <laughs> cocoa butter. The women would be more wearing shea butter. That'll be the scent, the prevalent scent in the air at that mm-hmm. podcast. Um. Cause Fran is fine though. I might. Mm. Fran, honey, let's mm. don't talk about Fran. One. You did you ever see any of them? You ever glimpsed some shots she take when she got the booty in the in there? No, I missed. I missed that. Boy, little baby. When I tell you, little baby stacked up real something kind of nice. Oh, you Lord. gay gay. <laughs> oh, you, boy, you had me choke. I'm eating these candies. You, <coughs> oh, you a lesbian, lesbian. You, you make me. <laughs> this is beyond me. <laughs> First of all, I have been cracking up with people saying like, oh, so you gay gay or you broke broke or yeah. whatever they have been saying. And the fact that you just said that, so I did almost choked on this. Courtney, candy. I literally said that sick. last week too. I know you did, but last week the whole thing wasn't like a thing. I started that you- shit oh, with oh, my raining, raining post. Now everybody want to do it because of him. Well, but I mean, know. I got it from him, but still. Right. All I know is you say it at least every other episode and it's okay, but it was just extra funny right then and the candy almost went down the wrong pipe and it was a disaster. Oh Lord, pause. I'm just joking. Mm, so yeah, I got to do that. I, uh, y'all don't tell nobody, but I had to, I had to cut Did, How was it? Like, I had, don't would tell, you listen, ever want to sh- do like listen, a live show? Listen, don't tell nobody, but I had to cut it work. So I had to call in sick in order to make it on time. Damn, Brandon. Shh. <laughs> Don't tell nobody, y'all. But, uh, we won't tell. We yeah, friends. We they, can keep secrets. They did it in uh, Charlotte, and it was uh, at a real nice, uh, like, uh, what do you call it where they have plays? Um, theater? Yeah, it was at a real nice theater at this at uh, the place called Founders Hall. And Founders Hall was where... Uh, we had our um, 
That's family reunion, ain't it? Well, not the entire family reunion, just the banquet. The banquet part of our family reunion was at the same place or whatever, but that place. Oh was yeah, where you wore your suit when you had broke the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, but uh, that place is big. But um, yeah, it was at a nice theater. Oh yeah, we we talked about doing a live show like a couple years ago, and it didn't happen because the person that was supposed to secure the venue didn't secure the venue, so that fucked it up. But yeah, I've been wanting to do a live show for a while. But um, I think the live shows are extremely fun. I listened to this other podcast called So Shameless, and um, they did it in New York, um, their live show. And I think they did it for like a whole weekend or like one whole weekend or two separate weekends. Mm-hmm. And there seems, it just seems so much more relaxing and interactive, interactive. When they got back and was like recording this show, Oh, excuse me. I just hit the mic. I don't know if y'all could tell. Um, they, he was on the show saying um, he wished that he could just, he wants to do the whole, the rest of the episodes like live because it's way more fun than just like talking and like putting your opinions out there and then waiting to see people like comment on Twitter or comment in the comments of the podcast. Cause they posted, they post theirs on, um, uh, What's that one app you can go to and like listen to music? I don't know the name of it. It's like uh, orange looking. Oh, SoundCloud? Yes, that. Mm-hmm. SoundCloud. or Because that's where most people interacted with theirs. Not a lot of people put much on Apple. So between Twitter and SoundCloud, mm-hmm. he, did, he didn't like waiting for the delayed responses. He liked being able to get the responses right then. Yeah. And I mean, like, mo- like if you have something like that, like where it's live, then there's some, whoever's there, like, had to take the time out to be there. They had to spend money to get there, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. travel or whatever. So the people that are there, they really want to be there. So most of the time, though, the uh, feedback you'll get instantly will be positive feedback or whatever. Like It, it there, would so. be, yeah. Even if they're disagreeing with what you said. Yeah. It'll still be mm-hmm. a good experience. I feel, like, I feel like it'll just be like how whenever – People are playing back our show, and I have Robert or even Toya, my friend Lakita, and everybody hey, is like texting me or messaging me, like, "Girl, why y'all? Da, 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 da. Let me just say this." Like they be trying giving their opinion as they're listening. It'll yeah. just be just like that. Yeah, you you know what I hate about that? Like people will text you some shit or text me some shit, and, and I'll be like, "What you talking about? Just a random thing was like the podcast, mm-hmm. something you said on the podcast." I'm like, "Nigga, I don't remember what I said on the fucking I, podcast." I don't, I dead don't be remembering what I said on what I say on the podcast. I don't. Yeah, I, I do don't. not. I don't either. Um, but yeah, I mean, we record every week. I don't think we should be obligated to remember. Yeah, unless yeah, yeah. And if you want to talk about it and have a real discussion about it, you can email us. Email us your thoughts and concerns or comments at djbladeshow at gmail dot com. You got some shit you want to get off your chest, Playboy? Mm-hmm. A little mama, you feel me? <laughs> Holler at us. You know what I'm saying? We out here in these uh uh E Streets at gmail.com. You know what I'm saying? These people have talked to four or five different brands already today. The Caucasian, the Italian, this real hood nigga that's talking right now. Like, Lord. Yeah. DJ Blaze Show at gmail.com. Get that shit off your chest, Playboy. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Now tell me about this Hurricane Florence philanthropy. Oh, uh, this Hurricane Florence philanthropy going on. Well, first off, Hurricane Florence is uh 
wreaked a lot of havoc up here uh, in North and South Carolina. Um, a lot of roads closed, a lot of uh, places shut down, um, a lot of death. Uh, so far, 37 people in total have died. Um, still 300,000 people in North Carolina without power. Um, Dang. Uh, and, uh, like, because of the storm and the flooding, like, a lot of uh, things have been happening. Like, one story I read was, um, at first it, it said that um, two uh, prisoners had died um, that were being transported by the uh, sheriff's department or whatever. Um, and they said that the uh, police or whatever had dr- driven around a, um, a barricade and got stuck in the water and they, they drowned or whatever. But then the real story came out where it wasn't two uh, prisoners, it was two mental health patients. Um, Oh, shit, they were coming here. And this happened Tuesday night. They got in the floodwaters and they died. Um, That's a horrible way to go for somebody else not following the rules. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, roads closed all over the place. 95 just opened back up, like, I want to say Thursday. Like, they opened 95 back up, like, at the North Carolina, South Carolina border or whatever. So, um, wow, there's been a lot going on. So, uh, you know, with that being said, you know, a lot of times people want to give their money. And, uh, you know, two famous natives of North Carolina uh, gave some money, one of which is uh, J. Cole. And he... Uh, well, earlier this month, he had to cancel his um, Dreamville Festival due to Hurricane Florence. So now he's helping those affected by the hurricane. Um, he's launched a storm relief fund through his nonprofit Dreamville Foundation. Um, and the foundation is currently collect- collecting donations through his website and will use its relief efforts in J. Cole's hometown of Fayetteville. Um, they they released an announcement. It said, Dreamville Foundation is looking to lend a helping hand to the community, children, and families affected by Hurricane Florence. Uh, there will be a hot. There will be hot food stations placed throughout the city. Temporary housing options for families, and stocking of food pantries, shelters, as well as supporting other local nonprofits to help provide services for the people in Fayetteville. Um, and right now he's on tour, or whatever. So that's his hometown, uh, Fayetteville, or whatever. And they think they're doing. They have a lot of flooding and all kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? So they need all the help they can get. Um, Somebody else who is doing something for North Carolina. Uh, where is that story? If I can find it. It's Michael Jordan, y'all. If I can find the motherfucking story. I hope I ain't deleted the shit. But anyway, he's giving uh, $2 million. Um, damn, I can't believe I can't find that story. I'm sorry, y'all. But yeah, he's giving $2 million. Um, I think he's giving $1 million to the Red Cross and another million dollars to somewhere else. Um but yeah, I mean, I, I think I remember when the shit happened in Houston. I think there was like Beyonce gave five million dollars, and people were like, "Well, who gonna who gonna give the money to North Carolina?" P.D. Pablo, shut your dumb ass up. <laughs> Not P.D. Pablo. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Jordan gave two million, and J. Cole's foundation is um, you know, doing a whole lot of relief, giving hot food and helping with shelters and all of that. So that kind of stuff is needed. Um. In these times, it's hard. Uh, I was at Subway. I think it was Friday. 
yeah, it was Friday or whatever, and it was a girl. She was in there. She knew the workers or whatever, and I guess because certain students can't get to school, they that school, that particular school, like close to that subway, was closed down. And the girl was telling the story about a, a girl that goes to school with her. Like she was, like her and her family stuck in their house because like the roads around her house are shut down. Like they flooded or whatever, so they can't get out. So I guess the only way they can get out really is like by boat or whatever. But the girl can't get to school, so she's stuck in the house. So it's still people like can't get it, can't get to their houses or can't leave their houses or you know what I'm saying. Like people yeah. houses been flooded out and all kind of shit. So. It's, it might be sunny at your crib or whatever, but it's still bad out here. That's sad. Yep, it is. I hope they had insurance. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, we talked about Beyonce giving some money. Now, uh, Courtney, you and Beyonce got something in, in common. You knew that. What we got in common? I feel like I'm gonna have to punch you in your face. You might. You might. <laughs> well. I mean, I heard about it through the streets that you do this, and according to Beyonce's former drummer, uh, she accuses Beyonce of extreme witchcraft. Boy, shut <laughs> up! <laughs> a former drummer. I am for, a little witchy, witchy. A former drummer for Beyonce has accused the pop superstar of extreme whip witchcraft, according to documents obtained by the Blast and confirmed by Pitchfork, Kimberly Thompson. A former member of Queen Bee's all-female touring band made the allegations when seeking a civil harassment restraining order against her old boss. A rep at the Los Angeles Superior Court confirmed the Huffington Post that Thompson filed for a temporary restraining order on September 19th, which was denied. Court records show that there is a hearing on her civil harassment petition uh, scheduled for October 11th. In the documents obtained by the blast, Thompson, who says she worked for the formation singer for seven years alleges that Beyonce harassed her by using extreme witchcraft, dark magic, including magic spells of sexual molestation. Beyonce can put a sexual molestation spell on me anytime she wants. Uh, <laughs> there are also claims that the pop star tapped Thompson's phones, controlled her finances, and murdered her pet kitten. Hmm. Beyonce do look like she don't fuck with cats, though. Thompson. No, but so oh, one thing right. I can say mm-hmm. is in this world, cats are of like extreme good luck. They're totems. Like you don't kill them. You don't bother them. They're very good. So if she was indeed in any type of witchcraft, she wouldn't have took out a cat. A mm. dog, perhaps. A cat, no. Mm. Thompson also worked as a drummer in the original Late Night with Seth Meyers Band during its first season in 2014. Uh, Thompson and Beyonce did not immediately respond to requ- Yeah, so uh, so there you have it. Courtney has been accused of being a witch, and so has Beyonce. And I welcome all the accusations. I'm completely and utterly fine with that. Um, you know, I don't use, regardless to what anyone says that I do, I do or don't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I don't do is like dark magic. I don't do. Mm. I don't use Why any not? type of Why ritual. Why got to be dark magic? Brandy, shut your ass up. I don't (laughs) use any type of ritual or spell work for bad ever at all because even in that world, you still have to, you you would still owe karma. You would still have to pay the shadows. And I'm not about that. So anything I do is always all good. Most times it's only for me. You used to look like Charmed, ain't it? Huh? You used to watch Charmed, ain't it? Um, actually, no, not really. Uh But, um, 
one of my friends watched it and I was over her house and I was just like, hmm, interesting. Oh, the craft. <laughs> yeah, I know. like that, um, the movie Doctor Strange, though. It is very true. And The Matrix. They're all very true movies. Doctor Strange? Mm-hmm. So, hmm. I ain't gonna even get into that. I like that movie though. But anyway, uh, damn, I had a thought and it was kind of a joke, but I forgot it. But um, witchy witchy. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So either one of two things are true. Either Beyonce is practicing witchcraft, or this uh, Kimberly Thompson chick is batshit crazy. And, bat shit crazy. And I'm gonna roll with batshit crazy for two helmets. I'm Alex. definitely gonna roll with batshit crazy. Yes yes. Um. Where else we want to go here? Y'all know what I love, right? I love a good scam. I it's, swear, you like you lead the the scammers organization. Yes. If there was a pitch, if there was a picture beside scam in the dictionary, it would be me cheesing like the Cheshire <laughs> Cat, y'all. <laughs> well, the biggest scammers in the world is government. And, I uh, agree. The U.S. government is now considering helping Liberia track down more than $100 million in missing, missing cash, an embassy spokesman said. In a case that has triggered a political crisis in the impoverished country, several shipments of freshly printed Liberian dollars ordered from abroad by the central bank have been unaccounted for since they passed through the country's main ports in November of 2017 and August of this year. Information Minister Eugene Nagby said on Tuesday, Minister of Justice Frank Musa Dean said the government has sought U.S. help in investigating the whereabouts of the cash, equivalent to nearly 5% of Liberia's GDP. Shit, that's a lot of money. Comparatively, anyway. Uh, Washington has worked with the Liberian government on fiscal transparency and govern governance issues in the past. Uh, we are reviewing a request for assistance. The U.S. Embassy spokesman told is it routers or routers? I think it's routers via email late on Thursday. Uh, news of the money's disappearance with cabinet members giving differing versions. Mm, here it is. Here it come, y'all. With cabinet members giving differing versions of events sparked outrage, outrage in the West African country with politicians and pressure groups calling for more transparency. The hashtag bring back our money. Come on now. That. In Ni wasn't, wasn't in Nigeria where they had Bring Back Our Girls? Mm, I don't know I if it was, was in Niger I Nigeria, was Nigeria, but I remember Bring Back Our Girls. Yeah. Um, the hashtag Bring Back Our Money is trending on social media and a new hip coast song, a Liberian form of hip hop, called Bring Our Container Back is, is a popular request on local radio. I'm going to find that song. We're about to play that later on. Hold up. Nah, I can't find it right now. Let me finish reading the story. Uh, <laughs> Bring Back Our Container is a popular request on local radio. Uh, while the investigation is ongoing, 15 people have been barred from leaving the country, including ex-Central Bank Governor Milton Weeks and Charles Sirleaf, son of former president and Nobel Prize Peace Prize winner Ellen Johnson Sirleaf. Uh, Sirleaf has not been reachable, blah, blah, blah. Uh, mm, so, sounds like they didn't take money that was already made. They just took a whole bunch of, uh, like, money that was printed up that was, a, a, I guess, about to be put in circulation or whatever. They just took the shipments of money. So, really, I mean, this probably ain't going to do nothing but cause inflation. Mm-hmm. Because you can't just make money. Like, 
make up money without it being backed by anything. And all that does is cause inflation. Like, because people just gonna have money, they're gonna be buying shit. And uh, I mean, that is a scam. I'm sure it is. <clears throat> and then these government people, they got different different uh, versions of events. So yeah, them niggas had something to do with it. And then they got definitely. F- had. Then it's 15 people that they they're not gonna let leave the country. Hmm. Yeah. I smell all the bullshit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <sighs> these people. Come on, ride that train. <laughs> and ride that choo <laughs> These people that uh. They're like they know they got something to do with it or whatever. They probably wish they were like in America because sometimes when shit go down like that in, in in these countries that like are impoverished or whatever, they just pull you. They like put you in the middle of the street to stone you or. Yeah, they still believe in all that yeah. like real like severe style punishment chop, like chop you up with a machete. Yeah, like cash castration off with your head like they do real brutal stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm about to see if I can find this song bring our container brutal 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 yeah bring our container back I'm gonna find this song y'all oh shoot it's a video too okay oh shoot uh, all shucks <laughs> it's a video you guys yeah but that that was uh, my, one of my uh, that was a scam it's not a good scam but hey it's a scam <coughs> Jesus fucking Christ what that was loud oh I thought I muted no nah, you didn't damn I'm Some, sorry guys somebody wrecked uh, another scam <sighs> and this this gotta be a black club Strip club closed after food stamps used to buy lap dances, drugs, investigators say. Food stamps can be used to buy lap dances? Oh yeah. I, I know I know of a play a person that had a cell phone store and, and shit here, right? And what he did was he would let people buy shit using food stamps. But you know, like say like um Walmart or whatever. You can mm-hmm. buy you you know what I'm saying you can buy just food with your food stamps or whatever, but Walmart still gets the money. You know what I'm saying they gonna still get the money or whatever it was. Just the government has to pay it. So like a person that has their own business, if they ring up, if you buying like not a non food a non food item, but you ring it up as food, unless the government investigates, you know what I'm saying they won't know. They'll just pay you the money. And so that's what the guy was doing. Like he was even selling drugs. Like he was like selling crack. People was paying for crack with their food stamp cards. Like that shit was crazy. But yeah, that's crazy as fuck to me. I ain't ever heard such. Yeah, but he got caught though. And these people Lord. here got caught uh, at the strip club. Uh, the Ohio Liquor Commission, the the, hot, the Ohio Liquor Control Commission revoked the liquor permit of Sharky's Bar, an adult entertainment establishment, uh, effective at the close of business Thursday. Um, after investigators used food stamps to buy lap dances, agent in charge Michelle Thoreau said agents began investigating the 2250 Inc., also known as Sharkies, in May 2017. During the investigation, agents were able to purchase drugs and lap dances using food stamp benefits. 
throughout the five-month investigations, agents reportedly exchanged uh, $2,400 in food stamps to purchase heroin. Fent- oh, hold on. Hold on. This might be a white place. Because the, the drugs, all right, I'm going to list them out, and y'all let me know what you think. Heroin, fentanyl, carfentanil, cocaine, methamphetamines, and lap dances. Hmm. Well, as soon as you said heroin and methamphetamine, that's Caucasian all over. And fentanyl, too. Uh, criminal charges. That's, were, that's Caucasian. Yeah, it? if it was like codeine. Uh, cocaine too, cause niggas do. Let let me tell you something. Motherfuckers be talking about cocaine and Whitney Houston and all kind of shit like that. Like niggas don't toot powder. Niggas be tooting powder too. Nig- a lot more people toot powder than I realized toot yeah. powder. Niggas toot powder too, y'all. Don't don't get it twisted. They, and they toot that shit casually. Oh yeah. Like niggas, it's just regular. Yeah. Niggas toot powder and pop pills and all kind of shit too. Uh, criminal charges were filed against employees and patrons for drug trafficking, food stamp trafficking, aggravated shipment. And distribution of heroin. How aggravated shipment? Like you was mad shipping heroin and distributing it or something? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I never be understanding when they put aggravated on the phone. Aggravated so. shipment. Nigga was just pissed off shipping and distributing that heroin. Like he wasn't in a ple- he didn't have a pleasant disposition when he was shipping that heroin. <laughs> so we're gonna throw an extra charge on this motherfucker. <laughs> Engaging in a pattern of corrupt activity and illegal sexual activity. Agents also filed 44 charges that were heard by the Liquor Control Commission that included drug possession, drug sales, engaging in sexual activity, food stamp trafficking, and solicitation. This is the second adult in a, this is the second adult entertainment establishment liquor permit permit that has been revoked by the Control Commission as a result of an Ohio investigative unit investigation in the food stamp and drug trafficking this year in the Dayton area. The other location, the Harem. Lost his liquor license in May 2018. Somebody snitching though. Somebody snitching. Somebody definitely snitching. Yeah. But you know, um, Caucasians don't have that kind of code. You know, like how we try to have in our community about not snitching. They they just gonna tell. The only ones that do are like Italians. They That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, Italians they obviously they and, and police uh, Italians. I think Italians better at that no snitching thing than we are. Oh God, yes, because uh. Paulie, I'm gonna fucking chop his fucking ear off. He wanna talk. I mean, because they cut his fucking they tongue go out. for the they go for the they go they'll go after your kids, your mama, they go at everybody. Yeah, I'm so gonna cut um, his fucking tongue Italians. out. Mm-hmm. Cut his fucking tongue out and stick it up his fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. Fucking. Cut your tongue out and or cut your hand off and send it to your uncle. They don't care. Yeah. So they got that shit a little more down pat than what we do, but Caucasians don't got it at all. Yep. Yep. So uh yeah, you could have bought, you could have got you some lap dances, probably from a, a flat ass woman. <laughs> That's just <laughs> for some, gross. For some, for some strip club, for, I mean, for some uh, uh, food stamps. I remember the one strip, one strip club I was in one time in Florida, mm-hmm. and it was a predominantly black strip club, but it was like maybe like one or two white girls in there. I mean, and you could know they're like the white girls that you know they had long fingernails, and either that was their ass or they got their ass done, whatever, whatever. When I just tell y'all weren't interested in that, I just was like, uh, uh-uh. we, I'm just ready to go at this point. It just, I just did, I just didn't want to be. I want all the strippers black. Mm, of course. <laughs> I love strippers. I just want them to be black. You know somebody else who probably used to love strippers? Who? Suge Knight. 
<laughs> Lord. He's probably never going to see another stripper ever again in his life. Um, he don't need to see another nothing. Because in he pleads life. no contest to murder. He's been sentenced to 28 years in prison. Lord. Yep. He struck up a plea deal in his murder case. As per a new report from P- from TMZ, which uh, was published on Thursday afternoon, uh, shortly after 2 p.m., um, TMZ reported that, uh, and that's your time, 2 p.m. your time, Courtney. <laughs> Brittany, you make me sick. <laughs> TMZ reported that Knight was sentenced to 28 years in prison after pleading no contest to voluntary manslaughter and the murder of Terry Carter at the L.A. County Superior Court. It's a consider- considerable sentence considering he had been facing the possibility of life in prison. Additionally, the former Death Row Records executive will get credit for the three and a half years he's awaited trial. Oh, damn, he's been in jail for a long time. Damn, three and a half years he's awaited trial. Um, So much for swift fucking justice. He is also said to be on parole for three years after serving his prison sentence. Anyway, uh, during the sentencing, uh, the, damn, he's 53 years old. The reporter, the 50. During sentence, during the sentencing, the fifty three year old reportedly cracked the joke when the judge announced the defendant instructions, which included a phrase about the possibility of deportation following conviction. Uh, he said, "So ICE can come and get me." He said during the hearing, prompting laughter among the courtroom. Uh, as the story goes, Suge ran over Carter in the parking lot in Compton's uh, Tams Burgers in January twenty fifteen before fleeing. The scene entirely, um, but I don't. I remember back. Did, did you see the f- surveillance footage of when that happened? Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Like the dude, <coughs> I want to say the dude walked up to Suge truck and like tried to punch him or something like that, and he Suge threw this through his car in reverse. And um, I did. Yeah, he ran. He well, his truck. He ran. Um. He and then he ran over the wrong person. Like this shit was crazy. Um, he even ran over the. Um, it's a guy named Clee Bone Jones or something. No, Clee. What is Clee's last name? But anyway, he. Uh, this guy. He was in. Uh, he was in training day too. The guy. The other guy that he ran over. He was like a big time blood or whatever. But um, that guy survived. But um, yeah, he was the one who punched Shug. Yeah, he walked up the Shug truck and was punching Shug. That's when Shug. Through the truck in reverse and like ran over the people or whatever, but um, yeah. And Suge tried to deny it, like he he wasn't trying to run nobody over and all of that. Um, Suge has always tried to deny everything. Yeah. <sighs> Suge he tried. Did nothing. Oh, go ahead. I said he did nothing. Let him tell it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He tried to um, he tried to deny it. He tried to he tried to come to court talking about he was going blind. That nigga tried to do everything. 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 everything and i just i mean i think for me i'm just kind of like at this point with everything that you have done mm-hmm. it ought to be time for you to just walk in and be like man i did all that shit i did that shit i'm guilty as fuck right because yeah. i mean you you that thug you can do all this stuff but you can't get your ass to them people jail it, it might it might would have made him like more of like more of an infamous figure if he would have did that shit like he goes it would have i mean because at this point we all know that you did it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) everything the motherfucker said you did you did (laughs) don't give us a break don't give us some rest we just want some rest right now yeah yeah so uh shout out to suge uh 
I mean, I guess. I ain't talk I ain't talking shit about that nigga. <laughs> for somebody You scared? Hell yeah, for somebody in the red car to roll up on me. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, so it's the end of his freedom and speaking at the end of something. Um Steve Harvey show. You hear about that? Yes, I did. This talk show is canceled at NBC. I wonder, you know, I think I was a little bit shocked because people really love Steve Harvey. Yeah, I thought he was I thought his shit was popping. I mean I did too. Like people really love Steve Harvey. He had all the guests coming on there. Everybody think he just, you know, he just whatever he is. So whenever I seen that, I was shocked. And it was also funny because you know Tanae po- posted it was like, Y'all know how I feel about horse mouth or horse teeth or something like oh, that. Yeah, that, I did shit see that. Crack, that shit had cracked me up because in the answer I was like, bruh. Them she did look like, you know, horses. But Shout you know, whatever. Too. Huh? Shout out to her too and her brown skin. You know? Uh. Anyway. Uh and yeah, he's you been, out of control. He's being replaced by Kelly Clarkson. The Kelly Clarkson shit. I don't know. I just want to know what she finna get her ass up there and talk about. I don't know. More white. About how beautiful you are even when you fat. Oh yeah, she is the on that shit, ain't it? Yes. Mm. So I'm just trying to figure it out. I, I I'm not gonna lie though. I, I'm not gonna miss Steve Harvey because it come his shit come on at like two o'clock. I'm at work still. Me too. That yeah. was that was one thing I did say. His didn't come on at a, I mean, first of all, let me. I don't even got cable. What am I even talking about? It don't come but, on cable though. NBC. Oh well, yeah. I don't even turn on the regular. I mean, when I turn on TV, I go into them apps I got. I go into Netflix. I go into Hulu. I go into my mama little thing or stealing. That's the end. But you know, I I ain't gonna lie though. I mean, I know I don't care what you know. Pe- people have different views on Steve Harvey. Some like him, some don't like him. But you are not gonna tell me that Steve Harvey ain't the best thing on Family Feud. That nigga is hilarious. He man. is. He is hilarious on there. I'm not even gonna lie. I wasn't even fucking with Family Feud like that till he got on there. Mm-hmm. He is funny, and I can't say whether I'm like. I'm not as big a fan of his as I used to be. Um, and I don't really know what happened. I just knew I grew growing up. I liked him so much, I think, because everyone always talked about how much he looked like my biological dad. Oh. And he, um, I remember him like from the showtime at the Apollo. And then I associate that to like staying up late on Sunday nights with my grandma. And, you know, watching that, like, that was our routine. And I knew if I had got any trouble, she'd be like, oh, you can't watch the Apollo tonight. Like, that was a thing for me. Him and Kiki Shepard, you know, like, just little things that I remember so, why I liked him so much. Um, damn, you want to know I, what? I was about to make a joke about, like, you know, you growing up on Steve Harvey or whatever. But, like, literally, that nigga been around for a minute. He's been around for a very, very long time. So, Thinking about those things, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like Steve Harvey. But then I know, like, now I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah, I mean. And I saw him in stand-up before him and Nephew Tommy. And when I tell you, um, I think he was actually one of my first comedy shows I'd ever seen. Mm -hmm. My stomach was in pain. Like, I I didn't like it because to that point, I had never laughed so hard where my stomach was hurting, but I couldn't stop laughing. And it just, like, everything hurt. Yes, I didn't like it. I don't... I like the (laughs) Kiki Key, but I just had... (laughs) 
I just never liked it prior to he was. And I didn't expect that. I was like, I'm going to see Steve Harvey because I like him. I mean, it's something to do. He came to Columbia. You know, sometimes shit don't really be popping. So I was like, I'm going to just go. The tickets wasn't badly priced. We just just going to go. I literally didn't expect anything. Well, yeah, I was at the time. That was painful. Yeah, that was painful. And I was like, you know, this was cool and all, but I don't like laughing this hard because it hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of comedy, but, and this ain't no, this wasn't on our list. Did you did you hear the uh, Cat Williams shit that happened like last week or whatever? Who, whenever he called out Tiffany Haddish, or you talking about him and Wanda? Him was and that Wanda, name Wanda? Yeah, her name was Wanda. And then and yeah, and, well yeah, you can talk about that too. Uh, what he said about Tiffany Haddish or whatever, like because he definitely said some things about Tiffany. Now the him and Wanda thing, I watched that and I was just sitting there like I just feel like. I don't know if Wanda thought because she was a woman that she could just, but ain't nobody off limits for Cat. And he's mm-hmm. always been that way. So I was just trying to sit there trying to figure out, like, why, Wanda? Like, why did you even do this? Cat isn't evolved enough to let nobody slide, woman or not. And it sounded like she, to me, it seemed like she started it a little bit. She did. I definitely, from and what the clips that I've seen, I watched three different clips, all the clips, she started it. And then, she was like, trying to be cute, and you can't be cute with Cat. He don't uh-huh. like cute. And then, like, she would try to, like, she would tell, like, a little joke and try to end the segment. But he would jump in before she got uh-huh. a chance to end it all the way and, and, and go right back out or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, she deserved that. And he, was, and he wasn't playing with her ass. Like, does the, I, I remember cracking up when he was like, does the wig and the headphones yeah. come together? Like, he just, he didn't. And especially because, I mean, Kat been having the same hair since he mm-hmm. got in. Now, granted, it used to be longer. Mm-hmm. His hair definitely used to be way longer. But his hair always been slick as motherfucking shit. Since he got, I don't, I just don't know why she tried. And then she tried to clown him with the suit, mm-hmm. and then he went on. I don't, I, I don't know why I want to say city trends. He said her jury came for city trends, but I know he did say city trends. It was something like I don't, that. Yeah, I don't. I just was, I just didn't understand why she went there with him. He is not the person that you go there with. I mean, she could have been cute like that. I feel like with Kevin Hart, you can't be cute like that with Cat. Period. Yeah, Kevin, yeah, Kevin, he gonna just laugh it off and. Yeah, because he and cause he don't want the backlash from people being like, "Oh, Kevin didn't have to do Wanda like that," or that. and then that just ain't even his element for real. You can't be like that with Cat, because I feel like another person you wouldn't be able to be like that with is with Little Duval. Oh yeah, Little Duval, okay. Yeah, yeah, like them two people, like you yeah. can, don't be cute with them because they don't do that shit. I love them both, but yeah, yeah you them your problematic faves right there now. I know they so little Duval be so problematic, but I love his whole yeah. life so bad. I just be did like, you, damn Duval. Did you see him on uh I don't know the name of that Fox. It's the it's it's kinda like uh first take on ESPN, but it comes on um on the Fox Sports One. Whenever with, he was dressed like um Shannon. Shannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Did you see that clip? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was like he was hyped. Yeah, I could tell he was hyped because uh <clears throat> for 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 all y'all new listeners, we've interviewed Lil Duval on here. Before, you know, he's a homie, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, so I could tell he was really happy to be on there. He popping. He was, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he is. Did you see his um, Breakfast Club interview? No. Hold on. Did I? Did I, I don't know if I He just to... recently did one, maybe like two weeks ago. I did. I think I did listen to that one. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I did listen to that one. Yeah. He was talking about he sell vibes. I swear. 
And then whenever he, um, I feel like Angela was trying to get him caught up, and Charlemagne was like, "Nah, don't don't take that bait." Because what did she say? I forgot. I forgot. Because she was asking him things, st- stuff of, like in regards to um, Lil Bow. I don't think he called himself Lil Bow Wow no more, but Bow Wow. And um, I guess like coming out about all his drug use and how he was real suicidal and oh, Bow Wow came um, out about drug use. Yeah, he said he was on drugs. Real, uh, well, well he was, he was what's his little drink called? Oh, syrup or something. He was, oh, oh, he was drinking lean. Yeah, girl. See, I don't be knowing. She didn't talk about syrup. <laughs> and and you was living in Texas. Why? That would cut. That would. That would. That shit real heavy at down there. Oh, like um, sipping on that scissor. Yeah. That's why I saw. That's why I said sir. Anyway, he was talking about that. He made some comments, and you know, he um, Lil Duval always talk about how people that have mental illnesses have the right to vote, have the right to do so many things. He just like just think about it. Like they, if they can't govern themselves, like they really shouldn't have those that right or whatever. And Angela was like restating his words, not so much as twisting them, but providing a different perspective of how it could be. T- taken mm-hmm. and he was almost like feeding into it Charlemagne was like ah, don't you do that don't you let Angela fool your ass up because then you're gonna have to leave here and defend so much shit or like be in some shit like don't do that it was just funny oh uh, okay okay for me like to see that and especially to see like you know that's really how they be doing and normally Charlemagne don't stop Angela but he definitely stopped Angela because Lil Duval one of his best friends yeah that they homies yeah yeah yeah, they homies, but ain't that gonna stop that dude, man? Lil Duval gonna do what he wanna do. He oh, always, always, and and as with Cat Williams. Yeah, yeah, those. Bro, when Cat when Cat said how many felony charges, he said no convictions. I was looking like I think he said nineteen or something. It was a a, a high number. Uh, nine I feel times. like it was a high number. I was like Cat, Lord. No, he said charges and no convictions. So he got yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, he said like 19. 19 felony charges and no convictions. And yeah. he said that shit like bitch and what else? Yeah. Only thing he didn't do up there was call her fat bitch a hoe. <laughs> That's all he He implied her being no, he did say something about her being fat because he was like, you out of breath and um Oh, he did. He did. <laughs> he went yeah, off. Yeah, you're right. He did yeah. it. Yeah, but he she just had to be better. She had she needed to do better. The thing what he said about Tiffany Haddish, though, how did you how do you feel about what he was saying about her? Like <sighs> Uh, <laughs> don't hold back let it all out let it all out so i don't want to discredit tiffany she was she was she did her thing in girls trip and she do her thing in the roles that she play however i don't <laughs> i don't know that i would be interested in seeing her in stand-up i don't feel like she would be a little more corny to me than funny but i don't know it would have to be one of those things where i could get tickets to see her and it would cost me for real nothing and to change my mind unfortunately and so i felt what he was saying a little bit and i feel bad i feel bad i don't know why i feel bad but i don't he like he said like the shit was written for her ain't like she ripped she wrote her part on girl strip now that was already written granted she did have i feel like what it took to bring that part alive because just because they write it doesn't always mean the actress 
is able to embody it. Yeah, just like he and did. deliver it. So yeah, they wrote it, but she was able to embody and deliver it. I feel like she did her thing with that role. I feel like even that TV show she had with like Tracy Morgan. I feel like I've watched maybe like one or two episodes. She did her thing from the two episodes I saw with her role. I just don't know how interested I am seeing her in stand up. She well, it will, you made me think about something though. On that show, she's like. I think she's really acting like them roles in uh like girls trip and all that shit where she like kind of wild. That's like her like it, it even before she like got popping like how she is now. It it was a few years ago, but it's a um it was a podcast that um Neil Brennan used to do. He was he's like the co-creator of the Chappelle show. He used to do a um a, a podcast with another comic and you know what I'm saying, both of them white. So their thing on their podcast was they would always interview black people. And she was one of the ones that they interviewed. This was before she got popping or whatever. And like her personality and all of that is like, that's just how she is. Like, so you know what I'm I do, I do want to add. I don't mean to cut you off and say that I love her personality and her energy. I do. She always seems like very, very, like just fun. Like she, like me. Like she don't take this life shit too serious. Like she just want to laugh and have fun. And I loved her response to Cat. Now, while I may or may or may not agree with all of what he said i don't feel like he needed to say it i, I don't i mean the, the stuff i mean that i know was, that's how he feel but like some of the stuff that he was saying i think it was like shit that and i heard somebody else say this and it makes sense it sounded like it was some shit that he was saying he was saying that other comics say like when it's just comics you know what i'm saying because like certain times like certain people in certain industries or whatever they talk amongst themselves about other people in the in- industry a certain way, you know what I'm saying? Like Cat Williams, yeah. he I'm, he been out for a while. He 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 uh, I'll say he's um, you know what I'm saying? He's successful or whatever. Like he's famous, you know what I'm saying? So he has a level level of success that a lot of the comics don't have. So I think he'd like be privy, to, you know, privy to certain <laughs> goings on or whatever. Just like the thing he was saying about um the male comics, like. They not fuckable or whatever, um, and I don't really think he mean they ain't fuckable. I think he mean they ain't threatening to like white men. Like it, it ain't like they ain't fuckable. Period. It's like white men, white women ain't threatened by them, or white men ain't threatened by them. Like that, they gonna take their women. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if you're not threatening to white people or whatever like that, or the white men that you gonna take their women, they don't they don't mind you being, uh successful like that it's only a few of them that get successful like like if you look at like no joke i mean i ain't trying to throw no <laughs> throw no shade at com- comedians or nothing but the comedians that really like make it big or whatever for the most part they be like funny looking niggas and shit especially the dude like the dudes be funny looking they might be out of shape you know what i'm saying oh, yeah. like it don't yeah. be like a nigga that look like Boris Kojo or Idris Elba or something like that. Somebody who women be loving all, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't be no, they, you don't hardly find too many comedians like that that look like that, that be super popping. They always be funny looking right. or out of shape. Like, so I kind of feel them on that, you know what I'm saying? I think it's a reason. I why. definitely, I agree with him on that too. But I, I think, I, the, I do agree. I think the way that he said it, you know what I'm saying? He said it in a way that made it like, you know what I'm saying? Because of course, somebody now gonna want to fuck um what little real now because the nigga rich and he popping, you know what I'm saying? But right, right, right. 
You know what I'm saying? But I mean, outside of that, he ain't popping. But it's the same way. I mean, Bruce Bruce and then the other big guy, Lavelle. Um, Lavelle. And for me, a lot of my like favorite comedians, I mean, I feel like they have they definitely have their own lane, but they still a lot of people wouldn't say they popping like a Kevin Hart, but he ain't not not, not even in my in my list for favorite comedians at all. Yeah, I mean he like I like him in movies and shit, but his his some some of his stand up ain't funny to me. Some of it is, you know what I'm saying? But like um Yeah, he but he real hit and miss. Like when I know I for real wanna laugh, I'm not turning on Kevin Hart. Yeah, it's a different it's a different uh Yeah, like when I'm like if I'm in a space where I'm just like I just need a, to laugh and like change my mood or do whatever, he is not somebody that I'm turning on. I'm definitely turning on Cat or Duval or Bruce Bruce or Lavelle or I can't remember this one guy named with the dreads. He's black and he all Tyler, I think it's Tyler Craig. I can't remember. I know who you're talking um, about. He always had a flash yeah. with him and shit. Yeah, he always say the more of this story. The more of the is. story is, yeah. yeah. That nigga yeah, funny I love, looking. Funny yeah, looking I love him. Looking. I've seen him live. Look I down, love him. He is funny. He is funny looking. But everybody that I named is not funny looking. Even Duval. Duval funny looking. But Look Duval, Duval like five foot five though, like. He is. He's short as a motherfucker, and he got that big ass head. He the homie. Though. He got a big ass head. That's a big old tank up there. He so like a he like, he like a kid. You know what he I'm saying? Do. Like if you saw that nigga regular in the street, and he wasn't little Duval, you'd be like, this nigga too short. You know? What I I'm done, saying? When, the last time I seen Duval, he had dreads. Damn, that was a long ass time ago. That was a long time ago when I yeah. seen Duval. Yeah. That was when his song was real popping about "Bitch, you is my girlfriend." Never heard he that song. Well, you ain't never heard. He did a remix to Music Soul Child song about buying girls drinks in the club. It's that's how I was introduced to him, and he immediately became my fave. That was the height oh, of it. Oh, I think it. I do remember that. I, I do. And remember, I'm sorry. That and that, but he had dreads then, and that's just when that was just the last time I've seen him live, and I've been fucking with him for a minute. But anyway, I what I tell you that wasn't what I felt like was extra. Did you see Kevin Hart's response on Breakfast Club to Cat? No, nah, I didn't. I heard about it though, but I didn't. I, I didn't just, listen to it though. I ain't heard it though. I right. just felt like it was just kind of extra. Mm, what did? Well, what did he I, say? He just. Oh, it was so much finger pointing and just. I just and like call it. I just feel like Tiffany handled it the way she wanted to handle it, and then later on there was a picture that surfaced with her and Cat. From whatever war show had just happened, they were at the Grammys. And I mean, the, they were at the Emmys. Both of them won Emmys. Huh? Both the, they yeah. were at the Emmys. Both of them won um, Emmys. Yeah. So there was a picture that came that surfaced after that, and I just feel like Kevin didn't need to go as extra hard as he did, you know, because it wasn't like Cat and Tiffany were in a like a feud, like going back and forth. Yeah, I mean, they could have they if she would, they could have if she would have took it. And went with it, but yeah. Didn't. But the fact that she didn't take it that way, I felt like he didn't have to take it that way. But he just felt like this is my baby sister, and I'm gonna protect her and the ball in her court. But when she, when I steal the like whatever he was trying to say, like when she passed me the ball, when I steal the ball, then I'll go off. And then she didn't even pass the ball. He was just like, okay, well I'm stealing the ball, and then just went on this ridiculous rant. So much so that I just turned the interview off. I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm good, Kevin. Like enjoy. I'm just not. Oh yeah, I'm, I, I'm reading it now. Um, yeah, one of the things he said, my frustration with Cat comes from you keep pointing at Hollywood, Hollywood and the white man, this, this, and this. When you take responsibility for your, uh, no, he said, when do you take responsibility for your actions? You had the shot, you were the guy. 
Um, let me see what else he said. Uh, he said you were set up to be the star. You didn't show up to work. Um, he said, uh, have you ever used your platform to fucking bring the people under you up? You haven't. So because you haven't, don't shit on those. Um, don't shit on those who now are. Uh, so yeah, he did say some shit to him. I don't think Cat ever responded to him. Cat never responded, and I'm glad Cat didn't respond. Um, I didn't really feel like. Kevin warranted a response. Yeah, he can't really say. I just feel like. <sighs> yeah, I don't think he can really say too much to Kevin though. Kevin on a different level. You say what? <clears throat> I said Kevin on a different level. He can't really yeah. say anything that he can say to him. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. Ooh. Lord, Brandy. That was loud. And that wasn't. Mhm. And speaking of comedians. Courtney, your favorite comedian ever. Um, he's gonna be uh set to be sentenced on Monday. Bill Cosby. And I know you fucking <laughs> lying about my favorite comedian ever. <laughs> and his sexual oh. assault case, and uh, they're gonna try to um send him straight to jail at his sentencing. Uh, that's you think the sentencing gonna kill him? Nah. I don't know why I saw somebody say he got thirty years, but um, he ain't get he ain't been sentenced yet. I, I, you know, I thought I missed something. I didn't see that. Yeah. I didn't no, think it was, the sentence ain't gonna take him out. It was a post. Nah, I I, I think Bill lives because his lawyers wanna wanna delay him going in or whatever. They wanna push it back. Um, and he's been on under house arrest. You know what I'm saying? Since April, since he's been convicted or whatever, out on a one million dollar bail. So, um, his legal team, they plan on asking the judge if he can remain out on bail while they, uh, appeal his guilty verdict. Um, and you know, appeals, you know, they can take up the years. So if the judge allows him, them, allows him to do that, then he won't go to jail for a while. He might die during his time of appeal. But I mean, I've been saying this for maybe three, four years that Bill, Bill just need to go ahead and die. He need to die. Yeah, you have said that. And I damn you know, unfortunately, I, I disagree. Like, just go ahead before you get sentenced. Um, mm-hmm. um, but if he doesn't, I don't I just feel it like they're going to that I don't think that they're going to let him remain out on bail while they do the appeals. Yeah, I don't and think so. Either. That's why I'm saying it, it, the sentence ain't gonna kill him. He's gonna have a heart attack immediately. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be some hollering in that courtroom and all kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Some it's just gonna fall all out. It's gonna be some hooting and hollering too. Ooh. The hooting yeah. and hollering. Right? Hooting and hollering. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Speaking Ooh. of going to jail, uh there was a man he flashed a gun at uh fam U students. Uh he's been booked. Uh he flashed a gun at a group of fam U students. Uh, he stopped from getting on an elevator in an apartment complex. He was butting in the jail early Friday and released on bond. Uh, Donald Crandall Jr., 49, was released on $2,500 bond at 2.31 a.m. Friday. Uh, he faces the charge of improperly exhibiting a firearm. Uh, he is to be arraigned. You know, in different states, um, well, you have to point it at him. I, I don't think he pointed it at the guys or whatever. And it's a video of them him um, meeting up. Meeting up, well, all right, let me tell y'all the story. 
I'm about to paint this picture. Right. It was some young, it was some young black dudes. They they were going to a um, I guess like a little get together, a little house party at these apartments. And they were caught like you know what I'm saying, college apartments or whatever. Um, and this one guy, he wouldn't let the, the boys on the elevator. Um, I'm gonna call them boys because they college students. This grown ass man, 49 year old white man, wouldn't let these boys on the elevator. He stopped them, asking them where they supposed to go and all of that. You know what I'm saying? They ain't cussing them out or nothing like that. They recording them. Um, and he was like, you know what I'm saying? They were like, we just going up here to park. Like, we know somebody who work here. Like, we go to school out here, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He's stopping them, harassing them. Eventually, he pulls a gun out on them. But when he pulled a gun out on them, one of the one of the kids was recording. You know what I'm saying? Um, And I think eventually somebody does come and let the guys in. After, you know what I'm saying? He leaves. You 49, you at student housing. What the fuck you doing at student housing? You know what I'm saying? Late. Um, but anyway, um, so that's what happened. Um, and, you know, and nowadays, if they put your face on show, social media, it's only a matter of time before somebody figure out who you are. Because it's gonna be, it's mm-hmm. it's gonna either be like, uh, what's that? What's that app? What's it called? Like Google Images or something. You can Google search yeah. an image and it'll pull you up. Or it's just gonna be somebody that you pissed off in the in the past and be like, oh, I know that motherfucker. He going to jail. So either way, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying. If if your face get out there, they gonna um um they gonna get you. But um. <laughs> the, so he he uh faces charges of improperly exhibiting a firearm. He's said to be arranged uh on October eighteenth, um at eight thirty in the morning. Eight thirty AM. Uh, he was released on several conditions according to court documents. He must avoid contact with the victims. And he must not possess or have access to firearms, ammunition ammunition or weapons. A video of the incident went viral on social media and resulted in Crandall's firing from his job as general manager at Tallahassee's Baymont by Wyndham Hotel. Um, the video, yeah, and they just tell the story of what happened. Um, so yeah, he lost his job, which is good, and he was the general manager, so like, uh, he probably was ma- making pretty good money. So he he uh risked his livelihood because he wanted to be racist. Basically, mm-hmm. that's it. That's all they want to do is yeah. be racist. Be racist. All he had to do was pass them boys, maybe hold the door open or something, or how y'all doing or whatever. Keep it, keep it moving. But no, you want to be a fucking asshole, and now you lost your fucking job. That's how they live their whole life to be. Yep. So hopefully he'll get you know maybe probation or something. Come on, ride that train <laughs> and ride it. We got to get you a new train song because that song old as hell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Courtney, are you planning on going to uh, yeah, Lauren Hill's 20th anniversary tour? I was going to go and uh, this. Uh, Were you going to go to. Co- oh, go ahead. I want a Britney co workers. Um, her and her girlfriend went to go see um, Lauren Hill whenever she came this way. Um, I don't know how it turned out. I really wanted to take Brittany because I wanted her to see Lauren Hill. I've seen Lauren twice, but 
um, Britney's first concerts were with me, like all the ones that she's been to. She had never been to any prior. And I just didn't feel like taking her to see Lauryn Hill and mess up the good stretch that we on as far as people being on time. Damn. You know, you gave me a real hard time about it. And I know firsthand because she was late to both of the shows by like two and a half, three hours. Both of the shows that I went to for her. So Damn. Who has that had. kind of time? Well, uh, it wasn't just going to be Lauryn Hill. Um, initially, it was uh, Nas and Santi Gold. I forgot what yep. song she got. Well, fans anticipating Nas and Santi Gold on the Portland stop of uh, Lauryn Hill's Miseducation 20th anniversary tour recently found out both artists were removed from the roster unexpectedly. Uh, Complex reports fans were also told shows on the tour were canceled due to production issues. Uh, Santi Gold was dropped from the tour Wednesday, informing her fans via Twitter with a series of tweets relaying information she learned about her m- impromptu re- removal. I'm sorry you paid to see us and we're not there. That really bums me out. I'm also bummed that Lauren Hill and crew didn't tell people <coughs> why we're not on there. <coughs> she took us off the bill, the singer wrote. Um, uh... Uh, let me see. So she'll be in uh, Vancouver, Seattle. Well, Vancouver on the 14th, Seattle on the... Hold up. This is September. The fuck? This old shit. Um, Brittany just said she was an hour and a half late to the show she did here. Mm, we That's know. better timing than what she was when I've ever seen her. Oh, shit. Mike Epps jumped into this. Hold up, what hold up, what did it say? Um, we go back, back, forth and forth. Ooh. So Mike Epps is I'm sorry, y'all, I was reading at um <laughs> This is my fault. Uh and it's a <laughs> Mike Epps supposed <laughs> to put a picture of Steven off of Django. Steven is Lauren Hill. I mean uh, Samuel Hill, right. Samuel Jackson character uh, off of Django, and, and he was he put um, the caption said white people love me and I have everything that a black man ever dreamed of, but I'm mad at you two niggas because some y'all don't like me. Why everybody don't like me? Everybody's supposed to like me. I am Kevin Hart. <laughs> well, he put I am at and he added he um at. Kevin Hart too. He's like, See, I now Mike Epps always asks Kevin Hart, at and Kevin this Hart, for is going real. on damn near all year since last year. I don't do drugs. I never drank liquor. LOL. Cat and Mike, y'all not good enough. Sorry, go back in the field. Damn. Yes. But yeah, they have been going back and forth. That was that was. They weird. have been going back and forth. They have been going back and forth, and that's why I was just kind of like, I don't even want. I don't want Cat to even respond to Kevin because. He, I just feel like Kevin in enough shit with Mike, and I, and maybe it's not like enough shit, but they go back and forth so much. I just feel like it's enough shit. Yeah, they do. I would say they need to fight, but Kevin kind of short, man. Kevin kind of small. Kevin ain't about no fight, like. He be in shape though. He might. I mean, cause in shape don't mean you know how to fight. True. 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 
Now you got me anyway. on Instagram. I'm sorry. I know. Get off Instagram. I just wanted to see that because we had literally just finished talking about it. And I wanted to say the whole time that I think he mentioned Mike Epps, but I didn't know for sure because, like I said, I was so over, like, so done with the interview, I turned it off. But then there you go. Like, Mike Epps responding. So clearly he did. Now, Cat Williams and Mike Epps, the kind of characters they portray, what kind of car do you think they would drive? You said what kind of cars? The car do you think they would drive? I, I think both of them are driving luxury ass cars. Like a particular brand. I, I don't know. I, I feel like they would be driving a Cadillac. Just like this man nah. in this next story. <laughs> no, I don't think that. I'm sorry. I was trying to segue into this story. <laughs> but it's a story. I don't know why. But this is a story that uh Rod read at the, at his podcast, um, at the live show, um, the mm-hmm. other night, and I don't yeah, know why. The live show there because us regular folk wasn't I, there. I don't know if this story. I don't know why this story was so funny to me. Now it may be funny to y'all. It may not be funny to y'all. It may be tragic to y'all. But if you feel like this story is funny to you or whatever, then you have an evil sense of humor just like me. But <clears throat> this is a story about an elderly elderly man who got caught in his Cadillac for 14 hours due to an electrical malfunction. Um, he feared he was going to die when he got trapped for 14 hours in his Cadillac. Um, Peter Pyro, 75, became trapped in his two ta- 2006 Cadillac XLR last month in Cleveland's 70-degree degree heat when the vehicle's key fob malfunctioned. Uh, Pyros, who, dis- who survived cancer and a stroke, said he passed out twice and experienced heat exhaustion before he was finally rescued from his car last month. He said he tried to start the engine, but nothing happened. He then tried to open the doors and realized they wouldn't budge. Pyro said he rarely drives the Cadillac, but thought he should run the engine as winter approaches in August. He said he went out to his garage to start the car at 10 a.m. on August 31st. He didn't take his cell phone with him, he said. And he didn't tell anyone what he was doing. He didn't think he needed to. He told the Washington Post, it was the most horrifying experience you can imagine. I accepted at some point that this is how I'm going to die. It's like you're safe. You're in a safe and you don't know how to get out of it. Pyros, who lives alone, claimed that he pr- pressed his mouth to the door and screamed for help. But no one was home to hear him. <laughs> he could barely breathe, passed out twice. And when he needed to, urinated inside his shoes. He added, it was getting really hot and it was difficult to breathe. This, is, this was all within a half hour. I was trying to find something to get me out of the car. Nothing worked. I started to scream as loud as I could. Powers had no tools or shop objects in the vehicle, so he tried to punch out the window with his fist. He then tried to kick out the glass with both of his feet, but to no avail. As the hours passed by, he decided to write a note to his loved ones explaining what had happened as he didn't want them to think he had com- commit suicide. Eventually, a neighbor heard Pyro's pounding and sent him a text message to ensure he was safe. When he failed to respond, he hopped the fence to see the garage door open and saw Pyro's trapped inside the vehicle. Emergency services were calling. The engine had to be jump-started in order to break him out as the electrical as the electronic vehicle would not respond to tra- traditional methods of car use. Oh, the whole car electronic. Mm, I didn't know that. Pyro said he decided to share his story to warn others to be alert to the pairs of automatic locking systems. 
I wouldn't want my worst enemy to go through what I went through. He said, now I think of babies, small children dying in a car like that. You're dying a slow death. In a statement to the Washington Post, General Motors said that any vehicle or key fob can lose power, and that risk can increase as the vehicle ages. <coughs> Excuse me. Manufacturers provide a way to manually blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <sighs> so there were so many points in that story that I was just rolling laughing at shit that I should. <laughs> like, <laughs> for one, <laughs> he survived a stroke. And cancer. And this nigga almost died in a car. In, car. in his own house. Then, in the car. In the car. Then he passed out twice and got heat exhaustion in 70 degree heat. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. Um, and the fact that he wanted to uh, start his car up because winter was approaching and it was the end of August. Like, nigga, you got time. I mean, unless he lived here in Washington, because it definitely go from the three months of summer back to winter. Um, yeah, he, he, living, he didn't need to do that. I don't know the uh, weather in Cleveland. Um, and like early in the story, let us know that he didn't <laughs> he didn't take his cell phone, right? <laughs> but the first thing his neighbor did was send him a text message. <laughs> like that was a you like I just pictured him sending a message in the phone, like sitting there on the kitchen counter or something, and it buzzing mm-hmm. like nigga, you all right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. It was a whole bunch of points in this shit that was funny to me. Uh, not to mention he pissed in it. Like, he, he been in it so long, he had to piss in his shoes. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. The pissing in his shoe part. I was like, Lord. Yeah. yeah that, that and then shit. he started writing his loved ones the notes. Yeah. He did not want them to think he was. That just was that was just awful. Yeah. Um, that was awful. 75, Peter Pyros. Uh, but he like, get this damn Cadillac away from me. Yeah, I didn't know those cars were... um. All electric though. I didn't. I didn't either. Yeah. So shout out to Mr. Pyros. He made it through the through the struggle. So uh, did you hear about Michelle Williams and her husband? Oh, you talking about that little own TV show? No, I'm talking about um, oh, her her husband waiting um until they're waiting to consummate their relationship. You right, you talking about old Destiny Shaw single, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know a lot of people doing that nowadays, not hunting before they get married. Mm. Oh, this oh this was a press release for that show. Oh, you're right. Okay, okay. Mm. I don't I don't like that dude though. He give he give me white supremacist vibes. I don't know why. Um, I don't. He definitely give me a vibe too. I don't really know what it is. I um I don't know, but I don't. I I I'm always against the TV shows. For people like, oh, get married and oh, because I just feel like, you know, the way things are edited, it don't matter that it's on in Oprah. I just feel like it, I, okay, girl, if that's what y'all want to do. So they, I thought they got married already. They're not married. No, they engaged. Oh, okay, okay. hmm And yeah. they not, which I kind of expect from Michelle, because y'all know she real in the church. God, she yeah, she she real about she real about that God and he a pastor, and he a pastor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I kind of expect that to be for their relationship. I mean, Megan Good and Devon did it. Devon I'm sure Sierra and Russell did it. I did well. Sierra and Russell might not have fucked, but Russell was getting some pussy. Oh Lord, Man. why you don't think these people wait? And these people can wait. All right, I heard. 
you know, I'm kind of connected a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Lord. All right, because, you know, you was in the, the picture with P, Puff Daddy now. But I heard that Russell, I mean, Russell uh, Wilson was like a, a freak on the low. Like, he was fucking somebody at MTV. Allegedly. He was fucking one of them chicks at MTV before mm-hmm. he got with Sierra and they was doing some freaky shit. Allegedly. But anyway, back to this holy, which would be a real holy union. Uh, unlike some of you people that out here supposed to be holy and you out here having sex before marriage, you're unholy. Anyway, having been together for a year and never in the same city for more than seven days, the newly engaged couple is turning to intensive premarital counsel to help prepare them for life together as husband and wife. Both are relocating to Los Angeles from different cities in the months leading up to their wedding, but not to the same bedroom. Mm. Mm. And this show is going to be on OWN. Didn't you say that? Yeah, on Oprah Winfrey show. Yeah. On Oprah, uh, Oprah Winfrey Network. <laughs> Michelle said, the timing can be have been more perfect. I'll never forget the day he proposed. We were in Pebble Beach, California. One of the most beautiful beaches I've ever seen. Surrounded by a few friends. He presented me a video of him flying to my hometown of Rockford, Illinois. Is it Illinois? Illinois? I don't know. And going on a proposal tour. He went to a few of my family members that are really, really dear to me. And of course my parents. I'm a traditional girl. So... If he didn't ask my parents first, I probably would have said no. After the video ended, he was on one knee and he asked me to marry him. I was wailing. I will. I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you, sir. Chad loves Michelle premieres on OWN on Saturday, November the 3rd at 9 p.m. Eastern time. I just feel like it. What it, it, it why it, um airing that quick? Y'all being recorded. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Well, why, why she just? Why they? Why they put all that shit on um Saturday though? Who are on? Yeah, cause don't um, Ayala come on Saturdays too, don't it, beloved? Mm-hmm. And yeah. when Evelyn Lozada had her show, I think her was on Saturday. I don't know. Oprah put everything on Saturday. Evelyn had a show. I, Evelyn Lozada, yeah, she had a show. Mm, Evelyn can. Mm. Anyway, let me stop. Being <laughs> Evelyn, you can't help it. Evelyn, hold up. How old is Evelyn's daughter? She like twenty something, right? Yeah, is Evelyn she, in her four, in her forties. Is she older than twenty? I hope her daughter older than twenty five. I don't know, cause mm. Shanice is really young. I know every time I like like catch wind of her age, I'm always like, damn, she young, but. I don't want, she looks older, but she, not in like a. She grown, uh, Like She old enough not, to drink liquor. Yeah, she definitely, she is old enough for that. Yeah, but I don't know if she old enough for me to be lusting after her like that. So I'm just shut the fuck up. I mean, yeah, we're just going to move on. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I want to propose this question to the listeners. Uh, hopefully we get some feedback. Um, could y'all wait until you got married? Some of y'all married. Uh, some of y'all, I know for a fact, y'all been fucking. But could you wait? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Oh Lord, sir. I mean, I I'm, they got fuck trophies. I would initially, off the bat, would just like to say no because I really love sex and I love a lot of sex. But 
I would like to challenge myself to do so. Challenging yourself is uh <laughs> like not eating cold carbs or whatever. Like this ain't this now now this ain't a shady question, right? Mm-hmm. All right. But most people wait to not have sex before marriage because of religious re- reasons or whatever. Like what would you be challenging yourself for? Just just to see if I can do it because I so easily say like no, like nah, we smashing. Like I want to know what I'm getting into before I get married. Like nah, 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 nah. Like I love sex too much. It's so easy for me to say that because all those things are true. But I would like to challenge myself to see if I can sustain myself because simply because I want to because I am want to put my be able to still set my mind on something and do it. Could you? Do I that? do that with everything else. Could you do that without toys? And finger you play. Said no porn? Toys and finger play. You can't master no masturbation is what I'm getting at. <sighs> Lord. And yeah, I might be walking around here with a twitch or something, but <laughs> And it's all hypothetical. I mean, yeah, I know it's all hypothetical, but I think also how long before I'm getting married? Maybe that's why maybe that's why that well, oh yeah, I didn't <laughs> we had a little technical <laughs> difficulties, y'all, and uh it was a story. Um, I don't know if y'all saw the meme or whatever. It was a, a couple that they met on Instagram, and within a year they were like engaged and married or whatever. Um, so maybe that's why they got married so soon because like they waited for sex. I mean, that could be a thing. I do. I do feel like sometimes when people don't have sex before marriage i feel like it does tend to speed up the process in which they get married like all of a sudden you got engaged this month and then in a month or in two months you're married um but i mean if it wasn't three months would be my max like if if i'm holding out we need to be getting married within three months because i'm sure by the end i'm on the brink of death what Period. if it's what if it's no what if somebody like you never had sex with though? Would you no, marry no, you can't marry no, nobody you never had sex no, with? No. It would have had to been a thing where we were having sex with them. Maybe we just wanted to like up the ante or see I don't like explore something different. I mean my ex wife definitely was on some If somebody can't if somebody came to me talking about let's somebody came to me and was like, Let's explore something different and I'm thinking like the night she want me to put my finger in her asshole, not for me to just stop fucking her altogether like <laughs> <laughs> that don't make no fucking you make sense. Me sick. My ex-wife did that where she was just like, okay, well, we're going to get married in about 45 days and I don't want to have sex before we get married. And it was just dumb. But also, I was kind of used to it because she wasn't putting out a lot anyway. Like, mm. it wasn't a thing. And you, was getting but, some, you, was, um, you had you a side piece anyway. And by that silence, I take it I'm correct. I'm so <laughs> not at weird. that time. Not at that time. Yeah. I did not know. Not at that time. Um, however, let's, moving on. Um, my dick. Um, I on. wouldn't if I had never had sex with you. Nah, that's not a thing because um, you're not going to get an I do out of me, and then the sex is trash. The head is trash. The head is very important. You just, we just no. I'm not. I, and I always had the rule. I won't. I'm not going to marry someone that I've never had sex with, and I'm not going to marry someone that I've never lived with. Those are just non-negotiable for me. Mm. We gonna have sex, and we gonna live together before I say I do. And I'm we. 
right now in my life, we fucking. But I, <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. I kind of old school with it. I ain't old school, but my mama is, and I don't know if I'm with that shacking up shit. So I know. I just gotta know what you are like. Um, I feel like a lot of times when people talk about marriage being so hard and it's so hard, um, a lot of the times when I'm having conversations with those people, they have never, they didn't live together before. So not only do you have the learning curve of, okay, you're now husband and wife, wife and wife, husband, husband, whatever it is, um, you are merging your space. And I feel like you don't know how a person really navigates or who they are until you live with them. And I, in my living space, I have some things that are just not compromisable. I have some things that just, I just can't be a thing. I'm very, very adamant and anal about my living space. Um, cause it just gotta feel good. And I ain't saying it, it can't feel good to you. I just, it gotta feel good. Excuse me to me too. And I, no, I got to. I got to know how you navigate, what you move around. I I need to know. Mm-hmm. I can't. That one for me would almost probably be more of a bigger deal than the sex. Yeah. I have got to live with you first. Mm-hmm. Just leaving it, living, living. Oh, because or we we'd end up being married and living next door to each other because I would literally need my own space. I don't think I would have. That to, is cause... a real life thing. I could tell by like how if I go to somebody's house enough, I can tell like how they live and. Nah, I, I, I know because it. whenever you going over somebody's house, um, a motherfucker can clean up the house and it be spotless in one hour. Now, nah, but after a while though, people get get comfortable and they'll let you come over there. You when don't house ever get comfortable with somebody just coming over, the way you get comfortable if you fucking live together. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I, like. I don't know. I know I, it's after a certain point of you being around somebody for so long and somebody coming to your house for so long, you get used to them coming to your house. So you may let them come to your house when it's not clean, like like deep clean like you want it to be. And some people, like my, like my cousin, his house is always clean. Me and him used to live together too, though. But his house is always clean. Like, I like, Sunday morning, like this nigga, like, well, today's Sunday. He, I know for a fact that he cleaned his whole house today. Like, that's just how he is. Like, he go clean his house on Sundays. Nobody coming to his house when his house janky. When me and him live together, his, like, the house was always clean. His, like, his room clean, everything folded. Like, that's just how he is. But I know other people who, their house may or may not smell like fish or, or <laughs> trash. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, right. it's a crapshoot. You know what I'm saying? So... It's just those type of people, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, but uh, that's I mean, what I'm I saying. I don't feel like a- I don't feel like I I don't feel like I me personally have to live with somebody to know their tendencies as far as like having a clean house or whatever. Like, now this motherfucker might shit with the door open, and that might be some weird ass shit. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that 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 type of shit you have to you know learn or. They might not fold their clothes up a little. Like, you might be a, a neat freak the way you fold your clothes the long way. This motherfucker might fold them the, 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 the wide way or something. Shit, I don't know. Just a little different shit y'all have to learn. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. But I'm, I was just more thinking about having a clean house, though. You know what I'm saying? So. 
Yeah, but, um, I mean, that's definitely a thing. I've always, I grew, like, my family is very religious, and they always were like, no shack and no shack and no sex, no sex. And I remember being, like, 15 or 16, fucking. whenever, no. Oh, I'm can, sorry. Can you shut up? No, and I can't. I just remember always saying, like, I'm going to have sex before I get married, and I'm going to shack up before I get married. And obviously, I never shared the the sex portion of it, but I remember being in the living room and with my grandma, and I'm being like, I'm shacking before I get married. And she definitely went to haul off and slap me in my mouth, and I was just like, okay. I mean, yeah, you slapped me, and it hurt, but that don't change my mind. Like, I'm still shacking before I get married. Your, your because grandma- I just need to know. Huh? What made you say that? I was... I've always been very outspoken and opinionated and I just have never been with all the rules and regulations as it regards to Christianity. But my family, there was no option. It wasn't like uh, you had no freedom to be yourself or explore who you were becoming. And you also really didn't have the freedom to make decisions for yourself. Um, You started making decisions for yourself when you got out of someone else's house. And then even still, you barely can make the decision. Oh, you mean um, you mean as a child? Yeah, or oh, okay. at any rate, even when I'm, even when you get eighteen, if you still live in their house, like it, everything is still based on them. You still don't have a decision to them. Your decision making starts when you have your own house. Oh but yeah, I was always oh, I'm really, with that. I'm with that. I'm always I was always really rebellious. So you're not gonna tell me that I'm not going to live with someone before I get married when I know that I am. I'm telling you that I will. Mm. That was just always the energy that I had, which is why I got slapped in my mouth a lot. And that's okay. It's, it's <laughs> I know clear, why. It's clear, I just, to, it's clear to me now that your shacking stance isn't really a, like you, you, you have a stance on shacking. It's really a rebellion. It's 15-year-old I'm, Courtney speaking out. I'm, I've always been extremely rebellious um, from the time that they said, you know, you, you, you know, your child don't matter. I mean, your opinion don't matter. This don't, I just always felt like what I had to fucking say mattered. It didn't matter that I was 13 years old. Don't treat me like I'm not human. Cause that's at the time what I felt like I was being treated as obviously some of that is like the dramatics of being a teenager and a preteen. But so I've always just decided like, fuck it. I'm gonna just be vocal. Now nah, I'm still doing it. No, I'm still doing this. No, I'm still doing that. And, I just took the slap in my mouth. So which Courtney am I talking to now? Am I talking to 15-year-old Courtney? Shut the fuck up. You talking <laughs> to Courtney. <laughs> they all the same, Courtney, because I still feel the same. Don't tell me what I'm not going to do because I will show you that I am. Well, I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. Brandon, see, now... You're going to give me yo, what the fuck were you thinking story because we're uh, running out of time. Yes. I know. We we are, but I don't, don't handle me like that. And I don't have a... What the fuck were you thinking? Thank you. Thank me because I think I have one. Uh, it's the next. Well, I think we know what he was thinking, but this is a wild story. And uh, it's kind of local. Uh, a former Charleston police officer accused of killing his wife has been captured in China after 13 years on the run. A source with Lord. knowledge. Yes, indeed. A source with knowledge of the investigation says Dan Hires. Mm-mm, message is in custody in Shanghai. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Mine been going off all day. Uh, <laughs> Hires reportedly was living there under the assumed name David Williams. I mean, that's the that's white privilege. Uh, I mean, you you live first. First of all, you in fucking China, ain't Shanghai in China? Yeah, Shanghai, China. He in China. You white, so you other. <laughs> 
you get a job to live out there. You got to have a job. So you're living out there 13 years under assumed name. And nobody says, you know, anything the wiser. Anyway, uh, Goose Creek police say Hires shot and killed his wife in their Goose Creek home in 2005. For 13 years, Dan Hires' face has been plastered on television and wanted posters. U.S. Marshals were hoping to get a hit on the accused killer who made their top 15 most wanted fugitives. In 2004, Hires was suspended from the Charleston Police Department after the Dorchester County Sheriff's Office charged him with molesting a 10-year-old girl. Lord. He quit the force in 2005. Hires was supposed to surrender on those charges in March of that year, but fa- but he failed to show up. The marshals say Hires' mom went to his house in Goose Creek to look for him. Police found Hires' wife, Ludie Miller. Ludie Miller. Ludie Miller. I'm a spell it, y'all. Ludie Miller. I don't know how to say this shit. Um, she might be ethnic. Her, her it's L U. I'm gonna get y'all t- get a pen or something y'all to write with. All right, y'all ready? ready? I was trying. To, I thought I found a pen, but it was just my little marijuana beat. Type it in your phone. Oh right. yeah, I'm gonna just type it in. All right, yeah. y'all ready? L U D I M I L A. Ludie Miller. They found uh found her dead. In a bedroom with a gunshot wound to the head. Shit. Neighbors reported seeing Hires leaving the house a few hours before her body was found. A few days after the mayor, I mean, a few days after the murder, Hires was seen on surveillance cameras at a Carlton County convenience store withdrawing hundreds of dollars of cash from an ATM. Hires' case was then featured on the show America's Most Wanted. Hey, you made it, Playboy. Five days later, Goose Creek police took out an arrest warrant charging Hires with his wife's murder. Over the years, Marshall's, the Marshal Service received many tips of sightings, but none panned out. On September 10th, Live 5 News received a Facebook message along with an article about Harris that was dated on the same day. In the article, a woman said she recognized her former English teacher. Wow. This is how small the world is. A woman re- said she recognized her former English teacher in China from the U.S. Marshal's most wanted list. Oh, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. Because he was a police over here. So he was an English right. teacher in China. Well, shit, that still make the world small, though. Because he was on the U.S. Marshals wanted list, and one of his students in China snitched on his ass. Uh, she said there was a particularly popular foreign English teacher, well-liked by women because he was tall and handsome. She said the teacher had a messy private life and left quite an impression on her because he once tried to pursue one of her friends. Mm. Still child molesty. Uh, we reached out to several police agencies to verify Hares is in his custody. Hold up. Verify Hares is in custody in China. A spokesman for the Marshal Service told us that they are aware of the information and that they are fully engaged with our international partners on this matter. Uh, Goose Creek assistant, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, what the fuck were you thinking? You thought you were going to get away forever? Right. Nigga, <laughs> you white in China. You stand up like a fucking sore thumb. The the only thing, the worst thing, unless he's black. No, 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 he's you white. He black. I'm gonna say that's a, he. That sound like Caucasian. He all, white. He all, white. Got sprinkled all over it. Yeah, foreign English teacher. Let me make sure. Let me make sure this nigga is all the way white. What was his name? Maybe they got his picture on the original post. Let me see y'all, cause it's it's. I want to be sure that he's white, cause 
black people get a lot of attention um in like in uh those countries like in Asia um yeah his face ain't coming up what was his name David no Dan Dan Hires yeah he white okay yeah he white I mean he white white (laughs) shut up Brandon yeah 6'3 yeah he was tall yeah so uh, shout out to that student and that was my what the fuck were you thinking Um, do you have a what fucking year is this I actually do. Um, there's an Afro-Latina uh, meteorologist mm-hmm. um, from Jackson, Tennessee. Um, and for, for y'all dumb motherfuckers, a meteorologist is a weatherman. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, who always wore, like... Um, either her hair straightened or, you know, a weave of some sort with straight hair. Mm-hmm. And on... Um, What's her name? One day, it, her name... It, I don't... The last name is Ortiz. The of first course name it's is Ortiz. Spell. Oh, spell it for me. <laughs> the first name is C-O-R-A-L-L-Y-S. Hold on, spell it a little slower. C-O-R... Huh? Spell it a little slower. C-O-R-A-L-L... Y-S. L-L, hold up. L-L what? Y-S. Oh, Cor- Corrales Ortiz. It popped right up. Uh, Let me see what she looked like. Um, see if she worth the trouble. She's an Afro-Latina. Like I said, she always wore her hair straight or hmm. um, some sort of straight weave and she decided to wear her hair curly on the air and a Caucasian decided a female decided to call and leave her a voicemail and said to um she didn't like her hair um she said to the weather girl tonight please don't wear your hair like that anymore it just doesn't look good at all change it back to something more normal not something that's all niggery looking Mm, let me see if I can find this voicemail and she's a little on the thick side too (laughs) y'all you trying to find the the message that was left yeah because I pulled it up uh, See if I can listen. Mm, hell yeah, she's thick. Mm. Memphis, that's Memphis, right? Yeah. She looked better. She looked better with that damn natural hair, though. I I love the curls on her. If we just being honest. Um, but whatever. At any rate, I oh no, Jackson, like, Tennessee, what? Jackson. I said Memphis, Jackson. I initially was like, what fucking year is this when you think you can call up to somebody's job and tell them to change their hair back to something more normal that doesn't look all niggery looking? But I know what year it is. Damn it. What year is it, Brandon? Uh, it's the year of Trump's America. That's what year it is. And they just got a whole lot of balls. And But oh, yeah. after she... I see. A, I see. It's, uh, tell the weather girl tonight. 
please don't wear your hair like that anymore. It just doesn't look good mm-hmm. at, at all. Change it back to something more normal. Uh, not something that's all niggery looking. You fucking. Ugh. And it probably, it's probably anonymous and all kind of shit. Mm. Shout out to you. Uh, first name I can't pronounce, Ortiz. Corrales Ortiz. Coco. Hey, Coco. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey. Hey, boo. <laughs> Ortiz, I got a taco for you, bitch. Um, oh, and you gave me all that <laughs> shit about my conversation earlier about fucking Guadalupe. Oh, yes. Ooh, nigga. Yes. What is your unpopular opinion? Let's just go and go. <clears throat> I may or may not have said this before. <laughs> I may ruffle feathers, so I may not. But I'm prepared for the backlash. Most of you guys, kids, were not blessings from God. There, I said it. Most you of you said, well, some of you. Most what? of your children were not blessings. Oh, Lord, Brenda, you can't tell me about their kids. They were mistakes. <laughs> That's my popular opinion. All these kids were blessings from God. You you got pregnant during a threesome. God, oh, God don't like oh, that. Shit. Y'all. <laughs> Brandon about to take my ass. Uh, I can't even share my unpopular opinion. Brandon, you have got to calm down. God don't so like I that. Feel like, I feel like I got into a debate back mm-hmm. when I was in college about this. Uh, we were in the class. I don't remember what class it was, but they were... Um, or talking about how like laws in Canada prevent you from quote unquote having accidents because they only provide any type of government assistance for one kid for if you're unmarried. Mm. Um, and if you have another one, they're just pretty much like, okay, suck it up, figure it out. We're not providing any more assistance for, for you. Mm. Um, and a lot of people was like, oh, that's not right because accidents happen, accidents happen. And this one girl was just like, cause you know, I've got, um, every time I got pregnant, it was an accident and I was just like kind of over the whole thing. Um, and I've always thought this way and I was just like, there's no such thing as getting pregnant on accident, period point blank. I don't believe. And it was just like, accidents happen all the time. Like you accidentally get speeding tickets. Like you don't be meaning to just like people don't mean to get pregnant. And I'm like, no, everything is intentional because if you are speeding, you have to know that the consequence or the end result, if you are caught is to get a ticket. So you are willing to risk it even though you know that that can happen, therefore that negates it being an accident. No, 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 you no. Are pre- when you're speeding, you're preparing for a ticket. No, you're not. Whether you actually get one or not, because no. you know if the police clock you, you're going to get mm-hmm. one. You're and gam- I don't care what you say, gam- shut up. Hold on, listen. So, no, don't tell me to shut up. Please don't. Oh, you Lord. Are, you are taking a gamble that worst case scenario, you'll get a ticket. Best case scenario is you'll get your destination maybe a few minutes faster. Same thing with sex. You but also when you sex. gamble, you gamble and you know that before even gambling, you is like I accidentally lost all my money gambling. It's not an accident because you know that when you're gambling, that one of the consequences could be that you would lose all your money with That's no worse, profit. Worse, so that is still no, no, worst Brandon, case, no. Worst case be quiet. scenario. So also worst for case me, scenario. Whenever um we're done with you, uh, you know, you have a child, you, Mr. Pearson. So um 
whenever she was saying like, oh, all of my kids have been accidents, like I haven't planned them all. And I asked her, were you having sex? She just said yes. And then I said, were you having sex with at work when you were having sex? Was your partner using a condom? No. Okay, so if you are having unprotected sex, you are inadvertently planning to get pregnant because you know that busting that pussy open without any type of contraceptive is going will lead to pregnancy. Also, she was like, well, one time the condom broke. Okay, well, if that's a thing. And I said, well, were you on birth control? And she was like, one of the times. And she was just like, that's how come you know it's an accident because I was on birth control. And I'm like, no, because birth control still tells you that, that none of them are 100% effective and that you should should still use a condom. I said, because you, if your man came and bought you a disease, you wouldn't say, oh, he accidentally bought me a disease. You'd be ready to kill him. Are you planning on getting laryngitis? It, no, but I know that if I'm yelling and carrying on that, I will, the, the, I would. Well, the way that you're talking sounds like you're planning on getting laryngitis. Right, right. And that is because you always get me to this level where my voice has to be at a raised level. Mm. One of the uh, four agreements is don't take. Don't bring anything. up my favorite book ever. Don't take anything personal. I know I'm not taking it I'm personal. I'm not taking but it personal also... that you told me to shut up three times and told me to hush. I'm not taking it personal. That's with you. Oh, that's five. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Twelve. <laughs> Here's the thing. Anyway, that's my unpopular opinion. I I believe that a lot of people call things accidents that aren't really accidents. Um, just because your intention wasn't to be pregnant, your actions meant that your intentions were okay. You were okay if you got pregnant. Therefore, the child isn't an accident. Therefore, the speeding ticket isn't an accident. Therefore, you losing all your money gambling isn't an accident. They're, they're not an accident. An accident. Maybe you're an accident. Is, Hold on. No. You can't talk over me now because I'm trying to get a point out. Maybe an accident. Maybe you're conflating an accident and a mistake. Because I didn't say I I never said that uh they were an accident. I said we are most of us are mistakes. Well, no, I so I when I the word accident came from the backstory of when I said they were saying how why why does Canada have their laws like that? Because people have accidents. Like yeah. accidents happen and her pregnancies are like she each time she got pregnant, it was an accident. And maybe she meant to use mistake, but that's not the term that she used. And when the when that debate started, like she did was like wanting to fight at the end of class. Um I, because I, I told her that. Probably so, especially if you talk to her half as bad as you talk to me. I want to fight your ass too. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, I don't talk to you bad. You told me to shut up. Oh boy, that ain't nothing. The unmitigated gall. <laughs> Yo, the audacity. Go. So we that so now. that was your unpopular opinion too, for real. Yeah, or you just yeah, made I don't, that up. I don't, no, dead ass. That was a real life story, and that's dead my unpopular opinion. And, and that's been my went so perfectly with mine. I know, Amazing. I know. <laughs> Amazing. I know I wasn't going to give any insight to what mine was going to be ahead of time. And so when you said yours, I just kind of shook my head like, mm. this nigga be knowing a little bit every now and yeah. then. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was I was in here cleaning my house, you know, uh, deep cleaning. You know what I'm saying? I was vacuuming and mopping and doing laundry. Uh, you know, I cooked breakfast this morning. And mm -hmm. the spirit of the Lord... <sighs> came down on me and it 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 
it it uh prompted me to, to have this unpopular opinion. And you even got that stutter that they have by, when they think they say something so profound. It is profound. And by oh. you know, you guys are sullying sullying the name of the Lord by saying these things and that things are blessings. No, sir, that 30, 36 ounces of cocaine was not a blessing for me. All right, y'all. So you we're promised. Go. That's what God told me to say. It was not promised to God. It was not from God. Please, you, you said to once rate. you got that brick of cocaine that you would stop selling it. Sell Please the cocaine. The show. You did not Send stop us selling. Email. It. Do not cut me off. I'm going to go the fuck off if you cut me off. Please don't. <laughs> I'm making a point here. You can find Brandon at BP McCoop on Instagram. God. Thank you. You can find me at Love Curls underscore. Yes, you can. We're we appreciate y'all listening to us today. We love y'all and we out. I'm not finished. I'm still talking. <laughs> We're still here, you guys. Oh, Lord, y'all. But yes, shout out to you guys for listening. Shout, shout out to my brown skin beauty. I see you, girl. I'm going to get you some. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take you to get crab legs or crab cakes. I know you guys eat that out there. Yes. <sighs> I've been stalking your Instagram page. Yes. <laughs> Yo, we got to go. Brandon's dead losing his mind. I'm tripping, y'all. I'm tripping, I'm tripping. But yeah, shout out to y'all for listening. Uh, Shout out to my family, man. Uh, One of my cousins passed. So uh, shout out to my cousins. Uh, Y'all know who y'all are. Um, Who lost their brother. But uh, yeah, shout out to my cousin, Nalja, man. He be hitting me up all the time. (sighs) Talking about different things. I'm going to catch a game. I might go to a game in a couple of weeks, too. He's a college coach, so I'm going to go to a game. You know, spend some time with my family and all of that. But uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, we appreciate you all. Uh, like Courtney said, where to find us on social media. <clears throat> Send us an um, email with your thoughts. <clears throat> Damn, excuse me. With your all, thoughts. all the acting out your ass been doing. <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get me a, a, an Emmy or something, y'all. Maybe for spoken words, but what oh. voice acting? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> email us at djbladeshow at gmail dot com. Um, thank y'all for listening. Uh, what are you love curls underscore? Yes, love curls. Love underscore. curls underscore. You know what I'm saying? BP McCoot. And uh, yeah, that's it, y'all. It's your boy be easy. I'm Courtney. And we out. Peace.